Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. A Commander's Will, a Henry Cavill and Cat Graham story, written by J.A. Bryden in honor of Rebecca Castles. Captain Henry Cavill of the Terran Navy stood outside the door to the bridge. He held his hand out to activate the door, but flinched. It was like every action he took was filled with nostalgia, much like those erotic holovids from Rebecca Castle that constantly reminded the audience of every significance of every single action. It was 15 years ago to this day that a young ensign stood at this door for his first shift wide-eyed and full of passion. He remembered what the old sergeant had told him then. Passion pushes you forward. Experience holds you back. Knowledge is to know when to use the right tool at the right time. He waved his hand and heard the familiar ping sound as the door opened. He adjusted his uniform and stepped forward on his last shift, commanding the HMS Victoria. The first of the Victorian-class battlecruisers and one of the oldest ships still currently serving in the Terran Empire. Captain on deck, his first officer shouted, louder than normal. But Henry Cavill had served with Commander Graham for five years now. While the commander was thrilled with his soon-to-be promotion to Rear Admiral, that slight note in her voice told him everything he needed to know. Thank you, Commander. How's your ship? Cavill said, with a smile on his face, hoping to lighten the mood of the now somber bridge. Still your ship, sir, and in some ways it will always be. Big shoes to fill. Cavill nodded. He felt the same way when he took command. Walking over to the command chair, he sat down. With his hand held out, he activated the command panel, and the ship's AI adjusted the settings to meet his preferences. Graham did the same, taking her seat next to his. Big shoes to fill. I took over from the then Captain Jamie Bryden. You know, Happy Jay, Admiral of the Sixth Fleet, Hero of the Empire. Graham smirked. Happy Jay. Oh, I see. Fancy yourself a hero. Think you'll face down hordes and hordes of those frightening bunnies. She laughed. The Haraldian Union were populated by creatures that did resemble cute, fluffy bunnies. If cute, fluffy bunnies could create vast ships and vast empires and believe that all carnivore and omnivore species needed to be, exact, needed to be eradicated from the galaxy. Great work, Henry. That's how you impress the ladies. Talk about the genocidal war, he thought to himself. So, has your ship been decided yet? Her smile was infectious. He had seen it every day for the last five years, 
and like the tail of the guiding North Star on the sacred earth, it was the one constant in his life, soon to be removed. The HMS Atlas, he said, smiling at her. Oh, Titan-class battleship. Twice the shield and armor of us lowly battle cruisers, three times the fighter squadrons, and a full marine detachment. Do you know your marine commander yet? Yes, Colonel Ryan Haig of the Royal Scots. Well, the fucking Claymores. Someone loves you. She smiles. I know she does. It slipped out. Graham looked down and away. That moment was quickly forgotten when the alarm blared throughout the ship. Henry looked down at his comms panel. An Alliance naval ship. This close to the Empire's borders. Welcome everyone to the stories, true and fictional. I am one of your hosts, Chris Puck. Welcome. I hope you enjoyed the extract of, of the wonderful work from our amazing author, J.A. Bryden. I'm of course joined with this legendary author, J.A. Bryden. How are you going, sir? I'm going fantastic. Um, I'm surprised that I obviously must write in my sleep and then email you these stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, because I, I, remember... I, I will claim credit to that, though. Um, I do remember a few, this a few little tweaks. A yep. few little tweaks. Because... It's in first. It's first draft. Uh, it's almost like someone spat it out in, in an hour whilst thinking of an, yeah. of an introduction. Because <laughs> the, the thing that throws me off is because you use, you know, basically my nickname, and if I was in any sort of you know, military position. I, I wouldn't get away with that, you know. Um, it would be my legal day. That, that, that is a valid point. But you say because <laughs> I remember you saying that, you know, you had this idea, you know, for, for, for an epic audio drama that's available on the podcast. And I said, you know, let me read an extract out there. And you said, you know what? Here's my first draft of the opening scene. And if we get some likes, subscribes and comments and some people wanting it and they can even, then they could write to us, then, then we'll continue on. And I said, look, you know, I'm happy to read out your good works uh, on that. So what happens next, J.A. Bryden? Well, I don't know, because I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% sure that that uh, this, I probably send you this stuff, the the, the nighttime version of me, like Rick and yep. Morty, you know? The, night, the, the yeah, night, night Jamie. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, night, yeah. I, let me just say, <laughs> Night Jamie has some tremendous concepts and ideas about... Uh, this 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 exciting sci-fi world mm -hmm. with you know different alien species uh, the, the human empire but then also there's also a splinter group you know the human alliance who are very much more the political uh who love democracy and they love big government that those kind of humans but they're also um all mutated rats that see that's a great idea and you know that this is something again this is this is night jamie speaking now so. <laughs> so, so so basically you know splinter from the ninja turtles is just a, he's a race yep a race a race of 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 spacefaring uh warriors and of course with the lead actors obviously with uh cat graham and henry cavill as lead oh. speaking of um lead actors <laughs> we are of course joined by the man who was once an ordinary science school teacher until one day a radioactive potato bit him. He knew that with great power come tasty responsibilities. With the ability to shoot fries from his hands, he became the man known as Potato Fries Man. How are you going, Ryan D. Haig? Oh, look, you know, thank you for adding my superhero. Oh, shit. No. Was that uh, meant to be no, no. This is a good thing, Ryan, because apparently there's a potato shortage in Australia, so mm -hmm. you'll be rich. And, and, and if you have a look out my front door now, from pretty here, them pulling up, the new... The, Channel 7, Channel 9, Channel 10, they're just going to want me to 
going to get hooked up to a machine where I'm constantly producing potato fries mm. for the rest of my life. So now, I'd like to say thank you. Now, I, I want to ask about your powers. Do you control the potatoes or is it just that you are you more like a bat? Like, or does it was just half Batman, half Spider-Man kind of power kind of on potato control? Or are you like, Look, Peter, are you like Peter Petrelli from um, uh, Heroes? So just... Gets all the powers, gets all the potatoes, and it's just eventually just going to explode potato. Yeah, look, look, I don't control the potato powers. The potato powers control me. Oh, um, it's just, it, it's something that, you know, happens when I'm in great danger. Um, I just start shooting, you know, potato chips and potato crisps from are my you, hands. Are you constantly being um, followed by Russians? And Not Irish? At the moment, but um, <laughs> clearly... <laughs> Clearly, clearly, as I said, I can hear them. I can hear some vehicles pulling up outside. My <laughs> Luckily, I've got a VPN on, so hopefully, they're just here to deliver something from Amazon. But <laughs> yeah, um, yep. they no, won't be able fair. to locate my my full address. And as you can see, my screen is blurred. So that like, no, that that, that makes complete it. logical sense. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, but, uh, a good potato fry is worth its weight in gold. You know, well, at yeah. the moment, yeah. Look, I've 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 um some of my offshoots when I've. I've had bad dreams and I shoot the fries straight out of my hand. I put them up on eBay and I could pretty much retire tomorrow on what I've made from the last of sale of the last 10 potato chips. That makes potato fries, I should say. Yeah, that makes complete logical sense. Yeah. And, you know, the potato industry is doing well, you know. Everyone needs potatoes. Is there really a potato shortage in Australia? Yeah, there is. Uh, I uh, allegedly. To, yeah. Well, I try um, to... We, we do our food shopping um, via Woolies just to get it delivered. Mm -hmm. um on the days mm -hmm. that i work from home and yeah they had nothing even from their distribution center at bella vista or wherever they oh sorry at um at uh Michambri, they had nothing available no potato chips no wedges no jam i think no i think it's, it's primarily frozen potatoes yeah like, frozen you, potatoes, you can still get yeah. the you know it's just because we like to but you know. then you'd have to cut them like a yeah, peasant exactly oh, yeah this is oh, not, not why. Farmers. This is no. not why Potato Man rose to power so people could exactly. cut their own potatoes like peasants. They wanted them prepared and battered, ready for ready, ready like perfectly ready for the oven. As exactly you know, or, right. the, or the or the um like a fish or and the chip air shop. fryer or the air. I keep people saying great things about air fryers. I've got I'm, one. I, uh, I'm on my third one, and it's, it's honestly. What do you mean third one? Do they run out or like what? <laughs> yeah, well, it depends on the first one we got was too small so we mm. just used it um and then ended up upgrading uh the second one we had a few there was a few manufacturing problems so we changed because that was a cheap kmart one yep. so we decided to pay a little bit more money and get the get a sunbeam one which has got two separate trays so you can cook two things at two different times and honestly it 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 does we don't just we don't use like fried stuff and we just go today for dinner, we just said, welcome to the food podcast. Uh, we, <laughs> we cooked, we, uh, I cooked some, um, some, some shish kebabs, you know, the flavored shish kebabs. You do that stuff, we've got trays in there, so it, it does it all. It's more healthy because you're not using oil. And for just $4.99, you can get it, <laughs> yeah. And if you send me $29.99 plus postage and yeah. handling, I'll send and, you a and, and, let's, and, let's, and let's remember, <laughs> oil is bad. We made, you know, we made vegetable oil for cars and went. Oh my God! Look at the damage it's doing to our engines. You know what? Let's let's give it to let's people instead. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we can't, we can't let them damage our beautiful engines. But people, oh yeah, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that the same with Coke? People like use Coke to, you know, watch blood off the streets. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, 
Um, honestly it's probably one of the best things best investments ever i mean if you get a good one and you shell out a couple hundred bucks for it and you and you make sure you clean it that's the big thing a lot of people out there they just buy them and then let them don't even don't bother cleaning it and then oh we'll just throw it out buy another one but if you actually look after it much like anything good good maintenance of your equipment is very very important speaking of good maintenance of our equipment (laughs) we are of course sponsored by rebecca castles of the rising dawn series available now on amazon and kindle which is basically the same thing. I do understand that. Now, Jamie, are we still responsible <laughs> from Facebook when I yeah, last episode? Well, episode. Um, I've noticed we've still had downloads from the UK, where she's from. She hasn't said anything. She's in a good mood this week because she went to an award thing and then she's obviously been blessed with uh, being pregnant with another child. So she, maybe she yes. hasn't had time to listen yet. So yeah, so, okay, Rebecca, so, Rebecca so Castles. I can still accurately say right now, we are yeah. still sponsored <laughs> by Rebecca Castles of the yeah, Rising yes. Dawn series. If you want to support this podcast and support authors, if you want, if you enjoy basically listening to us, or but if you also if you want just a, a really good book that, you know, if you're looking through the erotic, you know, f- you know <laughs> fiction and you're going, what's a good book? But, you know, I'm also, I want someone to hear about, you know, the male perspective as well as the female's perspective. I do, I do recommend picking up Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn, available now on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now, basically, if you want to describe it, it's like Teen Wolf with a hell of a lot more getting it on. Basically, Teen Wolf, yeah. So, so the uh, direct, director's cut, the director's, the director's cut. cut yeah, the director's Wolf. cut. You I'm, know. Talking, I'm talking about the Teen Wolf TV show, which was absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm, yeah. Of course. Though, but I'm pretty sure that these werewolves in Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn series aren't uh, anamorphic or whatever you call no, them. No, no. But that's, you know, no, the, no, but they're, they're, they're better. That's what yeah. I mean. It's a better yeah. version of Teen Wolf with a lot more getting it on. Yeah. Though I, though I didn't mind the werewolf from Supernatural. No. Um, that was pretty no. cool. I can't remember who was in it. But, um, well, clearly it was between seasons one and five. But yeah, definitely because you know I think it was like <laughs> I think it was like a season four, four or five episode. Uh, but yeah. Mm. All right, Jamie. Speaking of pointless and antidotal <laughs> things, uh, what have you been watching in in this week in pop well, culture? I I've been doing three things: masturbating. Obviously, wow! Masturbating you brought that up again. Before. Obviously, and then masturbating. How yeah. does that? How does that refer to pop culture? He was masturbating and over pop culture. But yeah, exactly, masturbating over pop culture. Yeah, uh, literally that's... over it in front of you. I, lo- DVDs, I, I you love know? the way you're trying to force this into something that fits. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, speaking of no. forcing things into something that fits. <laughs> no. I, see, been... I don't even need to finish that joke. To be like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that joke delivers itself. That's, that's and your why... dirty minds fill in the blanks. <laughs> that, that's why you walk around just laughing randomly at, at things, right, Chris? Of course. Uh, no, yeah, no, so you're, I've you're been watching, watching something. I'm up to season seven in Stargate, which Excellent. means I'm closing in on Atlantis. And Ooh, yes, fun, yes. funny enough, uh, just I've watched a few episodes, but one of the last ones was with. Um, Todd the Wraith, um, who's also Alistair from Supernatural. Supernatural. Yep. Uh, that Christopher Hyrundel, who was also in the very first episode opening oh, of, the last of, of The Last of Us. He is a fantastic underrated actor. And in this episode, he's a friendly, friendly, oh, hello. Yeah, he's nice. You, 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 you have, you have, I go, he's you a have, dull you, evil. Yeah, you, you have, 
he has so much range. I love, I love that guy. Um, yeah, but no, the last two episodes I watched was the um, the one with the actor that plays Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is uh, he is in charge of a mining operation off world. And they have some oh, tra- that's a good one. That's a good they, one. That's they a have good a, a trouble with some with some um some locals. Yeah, and it was phenomenal because I, I don't know how much money they had for the but the budget of that episode because that was a lot of unus. That was a <laughs> that was a lot of suits. That was a lot like, of like, like well made prosthetics. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was fantastic. And then the one after it was polar opposite weird, the space race where Carter has oh, yeah, to. That is a weird episode. It's just like where did this episode come from? You know. It's like, hey Carter, um, we need you to come and help me on my ship um, win, a, win, win a space race. <laughs> Are you just like, this is weird. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm, they've uh, they've already started talking about Atlantis, so I'm, I'm getting excited about that. Okay. Um, but I've also been watching Hawaii Five O mm-hmm. uh, on to season two, and guess who just popped up? Who? The main. I can't remember her name, but she's in Lucifer. She's like the main girl um, in Lucifer. The cop. Oh, yes. I, I forget it. I totally forget her name. Detective yeah. Decker. Yes, she's in it. Outstanding. Um, Love her. You know what? And, I, I might have to go back to Fire Fiver just for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, she, she, she's season two. But also the girl that played um, Lady Deathstrike in the X-Men oh, yeah. 2, she turned up in it. Oh, um, yeah. Do you remember an old show called Allison Allison Mack or <clears throat> Ali Allison Mack? Ali, yeah. Ali Mack or briefly, briefly, yeah, like a nineties show. She was she was also in um, Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh yeah, um, yeah. She pops up in it. But look, the one thing I got to say about Hawaii Five O is the stunt work in this is it's phenomenal. Like the tackles, the car chases. It's like it's like as it's like Texas Ranger, but better. <laughs> like like you know like. Texas Ranger had insane stunt work and you know um, car chases and rare, rarely gunfights. Like there's a lot of gunfights in Hawaii Five-O. But good, but you know um, I I need to check it out. Um, yeah. I remember watching like one season and then I don't know what I did I stopped. But then apparently there's like a million seasons. So like, there's ten. It finished in 2020. ten seasons. Yeah, I think I think you can get it on through one of the additions on Prime. I think I saw. No, it. it's it's on regular Prime. I'm watching it on Prime. Oh, regular. Oh, there oh, you yeah. go. Right. Well, there you go. You know what? I have no excuse not to watch Grace Park because you know there's no. Oh, there's she's never, fantastic. It, like, there's look, never not an honestly, excuse to watch Grace Park. Honestly, they're my favorite characters: Grace Park and the dude from Lost. I can never get Daniel Kim. Right. Yeah, Dan, yeah, Daniel. Yeah, Kim. Daniel Kim. He's yeah. fantastic. And then all these people from Lost are turning up, like um, <laughs> uh, the you know the wheelchair dude. Are you are you saying that Hawaii Five O has solved Lost, and that everyone's uh, just turning up? No, no. It's just like the timeline is like, well, they're still on the island filming filming Lost. Um, do you want to come on this show? Do you want to come over for a few episodes of Hawaii Five O? Oh, like... to be honest, the guy you're talking about, Howard, someone. He's he's a re- really great actor. He's been popping up on a lot of. Yeah, well, he's so, he, he's in Resident yeah. Alien as well. No, the yeah, only how that true. matters is Howard the Duck when he got on with um, Leah <laughs> <Yes>. Thompson <laughs> in in that film. I think he's, he's, yeah. he's got a French last name, but yeah, he was in a horror yeah. series I watched recently, which was amazing. Yeah, so. yeah. but yeah. but the uh, another thing I've been doing is I've been playing a lot, a lot of. I'm I'm addicted to FIFA. I've never been this addicted. Because I went to manager mode because Chris is like, go manager mode. It's better. Yeah, manager mode's way better. It, it is better. <laughs> and then I realized, like, I go to oh, create new manager. And it's like create team, and I'm like, what? 
oh my god now it's not as good as as i think it was fate the 2000 where you could make all your individual characters no, and players that, yeah. and then like level 100 no you, you can't know, cheat like, yes you can't, you can't. cheat i know no. right crazy so i can make the team i can name the team i can make you know make the logo but they give you players essentially yeah but then you There's... can sit there you can and rename the players so i've got a player called um tilk chew luck oh nice <laughs> I did name the team Stargate United. Um, yes, yes. And and I, I intentionally made us a one star star team, and we're starting at uh, uh, I think the bottom the bottom league, so like League Two or whatever. Are oh, you um, going to the Wrexham path to glory? Yeah, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm working out, and I've, I'm I've you know I've I'm undefeated like thirty games in a row, but because <laughs> Tilk is a really good striker, I'm just I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. Indeed. Who knew? Indeed. Who <laughs> Indeed. knew? Indeed. You know, and at first I was like, going, oh, I'll make the I'll make the manager um Daniel Jackson. I was like, oh yeah, mate. And then I went, no, he has to be Hammond. Hammond and, of and, Jackson. And he's a young and he looks like a young Hammond. And I'm like, oh yes. That's yes. yeah, that's perfect. That but, is but, that is, you know. But Stargate United is about to be promoted to League One. Um, oh shit. Okay. So, I did spend way too much money. I over so probably like the Stargate program. I overspent my budget <laughs> <laughs> by a lot, but they're happy because I've won all these games. Um, yeah, it's you know, as long as you can win, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, and, and I'll be right. I've been approached. I've, I've sold a goalkeeper for like three three million dollars or something. Yeah, who he- Chris I brought out of the youth program. And I built him up, and then someone was like, "I want that player," and I went, "Well, <laughs> I have three goalkeepers, so you may buy him." Um, hey, you got to go where the money is sometimes. Fantastic. But the, the other thing, the last thing I've been doing is I've been doing a lot of research for um, a book that I'm working on. Uh, uh, Not the space know. one we just we just read the extra from? No, no, no. It's a follow-up to the letters from the Emu War. Mm, um, so I've been, I've been learning a lot about the bombing of Darwin. Don't give away and, too much yet, Jamie. No, I'm just saying I've been learning a lot about the bombing of Darwin. And it is hilarious how unprepared we were um like and then like we had time to prepare we didn't prepare you know um and quite literally imagine imagine it's like it's like the opening of um drag do you remember a game called dragon's dogma chris i do do you remember how that opening um started not well for that town that was basically darwin so you've got these insane like super really good you know fly uh japanese bombers mm-hmm. like they're top of the line you know they know what they're doing they, they flew in flying v's um when they bombed and then you've got all these people on the ground that are beginner pilots <laughs> you know it's like everyone's a beginner and you know all the pros left about 20 minutes before the bombing started yep yep best to get out <laughs> you know, yeah you know best um, to get out while you can but the thing that impressed me the one the one little bit of trivia i'll tell you do you remember the gun they used to try and kill 20,000 emus, Chris? Yes, the one where they failed miserably, yes. Yeah, the uh, Lewis gun. Lewis gun, yes. The Lewis machine gun. Some dude, I forget his name, took down a Japanese plane with one of those guns. So let me get this straight. <laughs> Can't kill an emu <laughs> yeah. with a Lewis machine gun. Yeah. They could take down a, a, you know, a, a zero. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, it was, I think it was just one of those moments that was like to me. It's like it felt like the opening of the hero's journey, though. Although everyone died, um, <laughs> yeah. painful, painful. Death. So the Alamo, basically, it's the Alamo again. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But look, look, I've you know, 
I've I've read up until because there was two two strikes, so I've read up until the um where they get to breathe. Um, but look, it's interesting. Um, Sounds very good. interesting. But that yeah, that's, that's all I've been doing. Outstanding, Ryan. What about you, sir? Um, yeah, look for me in terms of watching has been a double-edged sword this week. Unfortunately, it's been I have had some fantastic experiences, but also uh, unfortunately, and I hate to bring the mood down a little bit, but uh, one of my favourite independent wrestlers passed away this week in mm-hmm. a uh, car accident. Was hit by a drunk driver. Uh, mm-hmm. His name was uh, Jermaine Pugh, aka Jay Briscoe, one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. So um, there's been a few really good tributes. I've just been watching a fair bit of old Ring of Honor, which I had access to from from his... He was only 38, unfortunately, and two of his daughters wow. were involved in that car accident as well. Wow. And, uh, they, they're all, they, they've made it through, so they're okay. Good, but Yeah, so I've been just trying to, you know, show my support and, and uh, just watching some of his old matches and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the good things... I, I'll start with a couple of other things before I move into the main thing I've been watching this week. Uh, so I watched, uh, I finally got a chance to thank, thanks to HBO Max Streaming, aka me being able to get it for free, uh, watch the new horror movie Megan that has come out, which is oh, about the, I've heard good things the, about um, that. yeah, the so robots. basically it's, it's a, it's a movie where, um, a, a young girl, um, she driving with her parents, um, and unfortunately accident, her parents pass away. So she goes to live with her auntie who is a engineer for a toy company. Now, there's a little bit of good good old Ronnie Chang's in this as well, which was nice to see. Nice to see face. Ronnie he, Chang, he yes. the, um, Yeah, he's so good. He played the um, the annoying uh, boss who was just wanting, wanting you know, things done and, and as, as under cost as possible and, you know, doing all cutting corners. And, of course. But basically her, her auntie works for that. She developed, she's been working on a, an Android. Um, and, and because her niece has gone through a tragedy, she, you know, sets up an interactive droid called Megan. Uh, I can't remember. It's an acronym, but I just can't remember what it stands for. But, um, yeah, and, and it's obviously an AI, so it adapts to, um, you know, to to the girl's behaviour, and it's bonded to that girl. So, like with any Bluetooth, you pair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then the, the creator accidentally gives her access to the internet. Yeah, because the, the little girl starts talking to the doll Megan about her parents' death, and the Megan wants to know more about death. Um, <laughs> and um, to, in order to, to with right the right headspace, trying to get help for her niece, she grants Megan access to the World Wide Web, who then decides to so, learn all about death and yeah. um, horror in shoes. So basically, uh, so basically, yeah. it's it's Age of Ultron crossed with that episode of The Simpsons with the the crusty doll that yep. comes to life. <laughs> that that's that, but there's no there's no good good and evil switch on Megan, unfortunately. <laughs> of course um, not. But yeah, so she basically ends up wiping out anyone who poses a threat to um uh, to the girl. So she oh, wow. so she's a protector. No, yeah, but like, but, 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 but with, that, with those it. movies, the robots take things too literally in terms of what a threat is. It's one of those very like. Well, and, and but once she once she actually realizes, hey, I can get away with this, uh, she then in turn pretty much murders everyone on the project, so she can become free, and um, her <laughs> and the little girl can can go off and have a lovely life together. Uh, but look, it was a solid film. I I enjoyed it. I watched it 
days off sick this week, unfortunately. So it was good. It was a good watch. Um, definitely, you know, I'd give it a solid eight out of ten. It was a good, really, really good watch. Um, as a horror fan myself, um, it, it had a real kind of child's play meets Terminator vibe to me. Um, because as we know, you know, with with Terminator, it was more more the where, whereas Chucky was a possession. Uh, this was a, a more AI who just who went yeah. on the internet, discovered the world's fucked, and decides <laughs> to just do something about it. Yeah. Um, yeah so that was uh, I don't be- I believe it's available to buy um, on streaming at the moment. Um, but our listeners who know, can can read between the lines could probably <laughs> where to get it from. So basically, if we are willing to pay the iron price for an item, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can then we can um, or you know. Are shiver me timbers. Yeah, we could go a little bit Jack Sparrow on this and, you know, um, yeah, get to the high look, seas. To be, to to be honest with you, I, I enjoyed it that much that I will be buying it once the 4K release comes out. Um, it was really solid. Uh, the girl kind of, the, the robot kind of looks a little bit um, uh, Alston's sister, whether like Mary Kate or Elizabeth. Uh, it's got a bit of a bit of that kind of a look. Um, I, I find it, uh, I I, I it was a very enjoyable film, so I'll does definitely it, be picking it up. Does the robot does this the Megan or Megan as the Americans say? Uh, does she move robotically or is she like no, not at all? Like she's human like. Yeah, since the very like I would say vision level, you know, from the Avengers, like it does. There's no robotic once it's perfected. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She and and Chris, you'll be a lot of it's done with three D printing. Um. Ooh. In terms of her, you know, her her skin, her body, and uh, underneath to hide all the electronic. Um, wait, so, wait, wait, so, so Chris, are the Stargate little Stargate miniatures it's going to come to life if I'm not careful? Probably you like that. Is, well, you've got to have the technology, which I'm sure is out there, to create the AI first. Hey, we, we don't yeah, really, it's, it's, we don't really know what Chris does for a living. Um, <laughs> he's a Barney Stinson of the group. Um, we know he works, he works for a large uh, company. Um, but no, look, it was a very solid film. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, and then that sort of takes me on to another film that I watched, which led into a, a, a series uh, that the, both gentlemen on this call would be very happy about. Uh, after Stargate uh, Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday, I decided to go home and I started with the uh, the 1995 Kurt Russell uh, James Spader movie. Is it Bill holds up. Oh, it's IMDb says 95 and it definitely does hold up and I'm glad Still I watched it because um, of the you know the characters that follow over like Kowalski um, it is literally a direct sequel like, yeah the series is a direct sequel to that movie so you ha- it's kind yeah, of important exactly. that you, you watch it yeah and and I was I was uh, Steph my housemate who who loves Stargate I was literally asking she had to keep saying just watch the first one just wait just wait because i'm like are they going to get daniel jackson back like he's on the planet now he's 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 clearly hooking up with this chick and what's going on like and then and then obviously watching the the, then we moved on to the series uh starting with the two-part um the two-part first episode that's good good 90s shows how they love to do the you know movie length finales and and openers yeah um you know starting with children of the gods which i thought was a a really good introduction because with the movie you know obviously i'm i'm still learning the stargate universe so with the movie you know we see they're talking about ra and you know the soul going into into a human and mm-hmm. um obviously you know the 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 egyptian side of things yep. um and then we're going straight into the show obviously we we first get to meet the, the jafar 
Um, and um, I, I was, I was, we had this conversation. The, the typical '90s TV show, um, quite gratuitous in certain <laughs> scenes. Um, you know, they obviously they go in. We we find out. You know, um, and and I, I will say this: I love Kurt Russell as an actor, but Richard Dean Anderson is is to, in mm. my mind definitely a better Jack O'Neill after yep. watching. Yep. Half of the first season so that's, far. That's why he got one. He won um, awards too for that. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I I feel more connected to he to Richard Dean Anderson's Jack O'Neill. Um, as much as I would love to have James Spader on board for ten seasons, I don't <laughs> think that was a possibility. But no, Michael Shanks never... again is it's pretty Michael much. Shanks, oh, he's a hey. really good Daniel Jackson as well. Um, and yeah, so look, I've watched. I'm up to episode. I've just got the guide here. I'm up to episode thirteen. Uh, sorry, 12, episode 12, which is where we find out a bit about Teal's family and, oh, and all that kind of thing. You're up to the, you're, oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah, so the last episode I watched was called The Torment of Tantalus, where they went back with um that, with uh, the lady who, you know, was responsible with all the Stargate technology and partner. And, you know, they got stuck in the, in the, in the, um, in the castle, which which the the gentleman there referred to it as as tantal, you know, the storms yep. of tantalus are coming, yeah. uh, which I I enjoyed that because it was it was an episode where uh, the the SG one team had to think on their feet because you know they get there and they they're assuming that the 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 gate portal I'm not 100 percent sure on what the that DHD? little round thing is called yeah, yeah the DHD. where they input the coordinates is going to be fine and then they get there and they see it's completely smashed so. You know, yeah. while while Daniel Jackson is orgasming all over the um, the, the <laughs> knowledge room, <laughs> all over the science, you know, yeah. you've got um, you've got um, you know, um, what what what's the the lady's name? The Sam Carter. Yeah, yeah, you've got Sam Carter working with Teal to try and get the you know, the the gate working a different way, like trying to bypass the power from the gate, and and I thought that was quite interesting how they how they did all that and. Um, but I, I, there was only one episode so far that I didn't like, um, which was uh, the episode called Brief Candle with the whole aging and oh, uh, yeah. you know, all the yeah. pregnant. I, I just, I don't know what it was. I just found that it, it wasn't a great episode in my mind. But I mean, that's out of yeah. 12 episodes that I've only disliked one. Um, but I must say there was one episode that, uh, it really, really affected me, and I think it should it should have won an award for that episode. And that was the episode, uh, Cold Lazarus, where oh, where we have to see gloom. Jack O'Neill dealing gloom. with yep. the the death of his his son. You find out exactly oh, the, what happened. The crystal, the crystal, um, crystal yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, I think uh, uh, you know, in seeing that, and in seeing how the crystal, you know, when it manifests in in Jack's the in his guys and went to his home to his his ex-wife or his whatever then i don't know how the situation but went to the house and 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 he's reliving all these memories and i i just found myself like i was getting a bit emotional when they he he was facing even though it wasn't really jack it was jack the the loss of his son Mm. at at his weapon you know what i mean obviously you know the story she he he. They just hang. His son finds his gun and shoots himself. Mm, and yeah. it's not. It's just something that I couldn't. I deal with guilt on a daily basis, but I couldn't imagine having to do deal with that kind of guilt mm-hmm. because they don't yeah. really touch on exactly what happened in the movie, so to speak. Yeah. You just see, but then they go into it in this episode. And and the fact that the the crystal the crystal whatever you will call them they weren't doing anything wrong. 
and you see that when with Jack O'Neill trying when 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 the the crystal Jack O'Neill is having that power surge and he needs to get back to the Stargate, mm-hmm. um, you know they realize immediately. Look, he he hasn't done anything wrong. He's just he's just feeling these emotions, and yeah. um, I, I just thought that was a really 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 great episode um, on a story emotional level i think that was that's probably my one of my favorite episodes so far yep so stay um, so stay stu- tuned everyone we will be re- we'll be launching our stargate rewatch podcast in that <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's, this is my first experience so yeah. Look, you know obviously um wanted to to do some more to watch through this so i can understand the D a little bit better because mm-hmm. i hate not knowing shit and i hate <laughs> because i i'm normally the one who's like oh yeah you know i this time, Jamie and Michael were having verbal orgasms when I was like, oh, yeah, who's this again? You know what I mean? So, when, when does Master Braytac come into it in the series? Um, I, I have, he's well, literally, haven't gotten there yet. He's literally on that episode, episode 12. He's literally well, the, the there. The next episode, <laughs> but judging by the synopsis, is, um, is um, it just says when Teal'c joined the SG-1 team, he said that leaving a family on his home planet yeah and and i will say one thing about uh, and, and obviously watching the thor's hammer episode mm. the whole learning about you know the gawald inside and and how how the hammer affects that as well um yeah. is it was really good as well you know and and tilk willing to just say look i'm i'm gonna have to st- you know, I'm gonna. Ha- I don't have a choice. You know, you I've got this thing inside there. me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and mm. and I thought that was quite good. You know, also just the, in a couple of the other episodes, it was like Mongolians get a bit of a representation um, early on. I think in episode four, when they yeah. go to a planet, and 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 it was great to see Shang Tsung getting some work outside of Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Opposing Warlord. It was. I, I looked at it. And, and I'm, I heard I heard Steph humming something. And I'm like, geez, that sounds like Mortal Kombat. And then he shows up, and I'm like, there you go, Mr. Shenzhou. Yeah, yeah. Getting a bit Lawless of work. Victory. Yeah, he's in the, he's in Hawaii <laughs> Five O as well. Um, and wasn't um, he in the Phantom? Oh, look, he'd been around that time period between the '90s and the, two, the early look, 2000s. Yeah, I think was, he was in a lot. That was the '90s. That was probably all the Asian actors they could find in literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was like all of them. There were a few familiar faces. Yeah, I'm like, I'm that was sure like li- no, that was literally. They went like, "Where was? The, where are the ten of them? I don't know. Here are they. Let's, let's get on ten. I don't know why they. No, well, they could go to Jackie Chan and hire his stunt crew. Because um, <laughs> all the thugs in every Jackie uh, Jackie Chan movie. Are played by the same guys, <laughs> <laughs> but also even even the episode with the uh, with the fairies, um, uh, there was a little bit oh, of the a, a couple. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. So they, you know, um, I, I really enjoyed that episode, and obviously that called back to the 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 season premiere with um, the uh, the Gwald, um, and I always forget the the lead Gwald, the Golden Gwald's name. Apophis. Um, Apophis. Yeah, yes, that's right. Because obviously Teal'c is just. I, I thought also the way that they did it in the premiere with Teal'c, you could see him turning throughout the whole premiere. Like he was, yep. he's a master of an eyebrow aside from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. But <laughs> oh, um, it's it's up there I, on that I've level. Fifty. I've counted fifty in twelve in eleven episodes. So he oh, might have more. See a lot more. Don't you worry <laughs> um, about that. But but yeah, like you could see, I'm just sitting. It's hard because I knew. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what are you doing? Just just do it. Just do it. And, and the fact also <laughs> when they brought him back for interrogation, um, how he just he's he just understood, I know that this is what needs to happen. 
mm -hmm. um, for to gain for you to gain my for me to gain your trust. Because yeah. he, he wanted to work with O'Neill and O'Neill had that bond with him. And you could see that when O'Neill went and visited him when he was, you know, Teal asked that question, am I in a prison? And and Jack just says, yes. Um, you know, mm -hmm. he, he has that bond with Teal where he's yep. not going to lie to him. He's just going to, and he explains mm -hmm. to him, look, if you cooperate and just tell tell them what they need to know, mm -hmm. we can then move on. Um, and I thought that was quite good. And the, I was I was really shocked with the Kowalski uh, being infected by the yeah, Gawal. Yeah. I wasn't seeing that coming. And um and also, you know, how I, I really liked how it got you while he's like he when he said to Hammond and he's like, You either bring me back without it or you don't bring me back at all. Mm, and I thought yeah. that's a soldier. Yep, that's it. Because yep, he knows yep. what it could do. And you see what it was doing all over all over that episode, you know, with mm -hmm. him coming in and out and, and yep. attacking the 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 SG one team. Um and um the only other episode I can think of was, and, and I think I messaged uh, with you guys, <laughs> with um, with where they got all hormonal and Neanderthal and yeah, Carter the, pretty much tried to rape every man in the, the SG1 team. The, 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 I thought, um, you go, girl. Get something back, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, get some. The, the broker divide. Um, yeah, and, yep. and, and, and look, I, I think even even Richard Dean Anderson is acting then, you know, he shows, shows a true leader in Jack O'Neill when he's like, they think they found a cure like in his moment of of sedation he's like use it on me yep he's like use me yep, like test yep. it on yeah. me and then, and, and then i'm we, like that's the that's the leader you know and then, he's and like, then we get one of the greatest lines from tilk where he's like you know o'neill's cured and he's like knocks on the door he's like lucy i'm back <laughs> yeah and he's like i'm not familiar come on with open that. it he's like i don't believe you're well you referred to me as lucy <laughs> <laughs> Classic, but no, look, I'm, I'm in. Life. Like, I'm, I'm loving yeah. it. I'm watching. I'm trying to watch at least two to three episodes a day when permitted. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, obviously, working from home, being sick, and working from home Thursdays is easiest to, no, for me yeah. to do it. Uh, but um, okay, okay, yeah, okay, look, like, I think you should watch every single episode. But if some of those particular fancy, you can do basically what I like to call the canon watch through, where you basically skip every single filler episode and just stick to the major storylines. But then you miss some. So but then, but you, then do clearly miss... you don't know me because I, I can't do that. I cannot. It is not in my <laughs> in my DNA. And you know what? I will say one thing, and, and I know this is not great for the listeners because they weren't there, but I've just, in watching this, in not watching Stargate at all before our campaign, mm -hmm. how much I modelled my character on Daniel Jackson without even knowing who Daniel Jackson was. You're a Daniel Jackson-esque. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like. Like some of the moments you had, I was like going, Mwah, ah, that's just. I, I, I literally, uh, from a movie that I watched once 10 years ago, I, I had no, like I did, I, I said to Chris and I said, I've, I haven't watched any. And he's like, don't watch any yet because I want you to, I want someone to come into it. Yep. Completely and, blind. And it's great. And look, honestly, it got me to watch it. And as I said, we're watching a couple episodes a day minimum. Yeah. Um, really enjoying it. Um, and I know I've got, I've got a lot more 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 things to come and oh, um do. yeah i'm looking forward it's to exciting. it so i finally can say the words that i do enjoy stargate and now i understand why you guys hum the theme all the time while we're playing <laughs> because it literally plays for 90 percent of the tv show while it's on they've got four songs that they use throughout the whole season on repeat uh, but as in the first first 11 episodes is 
and different tempos and different speeds. And yes, so I understand. And how does the episode end? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I, I'm enjoying Star Stargate. Um, uh, yeah, as I said, look, the, and and look, I would be watching more if the landscapes didn't look exactly the same every time they go through the Stargate. I, I think I'd be able to watch like five or six a day, but I need to do that. And I understand why, because we are in the late 90s. Um, yeah. I understand that it's not feasible to... Pack up a Stargate yeah, and move exactly. it. exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, sus- I'm, I'm suspending my sure. disbelief they in that. They explained it very clearly in the show that they'll find that the gold found pleasant worlds for themselves to grow... like. So there are harsher worlds in the universe, but the, the planets they go to have stargates, which means they are suitable for human life. And the ghouls basically, uh, the, the, the ghouls and also the original gate builders picked planets that were basically, you know, uh, you know good, like you had trees and forests and like could sustain life. Yeah. So it makes sense that they would be generally, you know, and, and as, as I said, there's, there's like thousands of stargates all throughout the Milky Way galaxy. Mm-hmm. Even in the show, they said they they've only gone to like a hundred. They only go to a hundred and something, or like plus a few hundred of the actual gates, and they're still they're still unknown gate. They still have unexplored yeah. worlds. There, yeah, but you know, I know I know in your mind you're saying, hey, that's a part of Canada. That's a part of Canada. That's a part of Canada. <laughs> but you know, yeah, and, it's one of those things. It's it's not it's not enough to stop me from watching it. I just not, you, know. you know, but and and just in saying that, I going back to it, I really like the way they've explained it. How how the you know the different races on different planets are very similar to humans in terms of you know they they came to this the 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 world or whoever came to this planet a very very long time ago and best parts in their opinion and then modeled and then populated the other planets with i think that's a really good and posed as their their gods and you know that's that's and you get you get more of that as as we go down obviously yeah uh first is yeah the poppers but then you see other gods from other sort of um cultures popping up which is which is good and uh, you know well worth the watch welcome welcome to stargate podcast once again (laughs) (laughs) and now there's three of us us. What about you? Chris? I also enjoyed. I also also enjoyed. Sorry, and then this will be the last bit. I ju- I'm just remembering it as I'm talking about it. The the corrupted soldier too, who promised. Oh, who thought he was God? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he, the, 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 you know, when they when they get to the planet and, and they recover the soldier who's been hiding out, he's like, "Oh, we got here, and they thought he was a god." And, and then you know, uh, Jack O'Neill's like, "Oh," and he starts talking. He's like, "No, no, no." He he then believed it himself. Oh and, yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of like the effects of the how he had Stargate in the ground, mm. and he said this is the path to hell. Yeah, and it sort of opened up from the ground rather than being yeah a, a standing thing. I thought that was quite interesting too. So yep, yep. and you know but yeah, that's 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 Stargate. As yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. Hope they screen so those... that I didn't really enjoy, and I'm happy with that. It's like I'd hope they screen those people out, but again, you never know. Like until someone literally worships you, and then you go like. Well, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the government was formed. Oh, no. <laughs> I would be a terrible, I would be a terrible candidate. I would be a terrible candidate at Sustargate because I would like I would have stayed on that planet with the hot girl with the aging world. I would have stayed with that girl. I've been like going, yeah, sorry guys. Like, <laughs> like you guys go save the you guys go so save you, the you, galaxy. I'm, I'm just I'll so just be here. Living what while the thing's turned on. Turned on, turned off. I'd just be like, yeah, you guys, you guys go. You yeah, guys, so, you so guys you live there 50 days. And... 
I'll, like they can come get me for certain <laughs> missions, but you know, I, you know, I'd be like, you know, this is my base camp. Like, what are you looking at? Like, <laughs> I'm retiring here. Um, yeah. 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 All right. I'll do a brief run through what I'm watching. So, <laughs> I decided to go back onto HBO Max or the Australian version, which is called Binge for some unknown reason. I don't whatever, but you know. And mm-hmm. I watched all three seasons of the Harley Quinn cartoon. Some of the seasons, some of the episodes were like meh, but there were there, but then there was like this one story arc that I just actually genuinely thought was amazing. And but then I, I kind of wonder if they did it if it was like by accident, but it was just it was incredible. It was where the Joker, you know, gets his mind wiped and then turns into a normal person, then you know, meets um a Hispanic nurse practitioner and gets married and like you know, take like becomes a stepfather, then comes back as the Joker. But then still realize he likes this girl, then just basically starts as the Joker living with this Hispanic, you know, nurse and her <laughs> kids. And then like basically like goes to school PTAs and everything, and then like gets all upset because you know his son Benicio wants to call himself Ben because he's forgotten about his Spanish heritage. And then he <laughs> then he runs for mayor of Gotham City because he wants because he wants like a stronger education system for the you know, for the people of Gotham. It's just it's, it's it's the weirdest Joker thing ever. But then I was like going, but why would like it, it, it also watching going like going but you know joker is just chaos and so he, you know this is a, you know he's this is he doesn't always like he, oh, yes he's a psychopath but he's obviously you know he could channel his interest into other non-psychopathic things so i thought that was a really weirdly funny episode um and that was and i, and I started watching that because obviously look i like i tried to watch the last of us episode two and then i stopped after about 10 minutes because of how boring the episode was i've been told that from you know from our fellow co-hosts that i was wrong and i should continue so i will i will you know i will go back into it but you know for a second episode for the first episode that i was worried that you know how are they going to like um what what, what was the sort of it can't all be grim they have to have like you know other elements to it i didn't realize that they went okay we're gonna have grim scenes and then just batshit boring yes that'll keep the audience engaged second episode back let's make the most boring sequence in the universe as the opening that's going to really hook them in they're going what i don't understand why they did that but again i've been told it gets better so i will it doesn't just get better it gets amazing um and just going back i did lose my audio for a moment when my headphones cut out that that joker thing what what was that where where did you watch that on um binge the, the Harley Quinn show, you know. The, oh, you know, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, and and that's you know that, that's a very different. It's a very different take on DC because it's it, but you know it's meant to be it's meant to be it's meant to be silly. It's it's violent. It, it's very 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 violent, which I like. And it's it's um I think it's Penny from the Big Bang Theory. Penny is a good theory as as um Harley Quinn. And you know what? I know she doesn't. She's not doing the New Jersey accent, <laughs> but I don't mind that she's not. Because it because it actually does make sense into the storyline that, that this is her real this is how she actually sounds, and then there's some scenes where you see her older when she was playing the original when she was like you know under Joker's spell and she is doing the whole like putting on the accent and so it's like going so it sort of so it does sort of it does sort of work out. Wait, so it's like burn burn notice in the very first episode. Um, Fiona's like, "Well, hello, I'm from Ireland," and the second episode is like, "I am American." Pretty much, I, I yeah. did watch it when it first came out. I think I watched the first two episodes of season one, and it was interesting. But I think something else just came up. Yeah, but so yeah, there's three seasons that. now. Definitely worth, definitely worth a watch. Um, definitely worthwhile. Very excellent. 
apart from that, I've been watching the things that, that Jamie just hates entirely, which is a lot of I've been watching a lot of anime. Um so which Hey, you know, did I say I hate anime? When did I say I hate anime? I mean like yeah. hate is such a strong word. Look, there's Doctor Who, there's Harry <laughs> Potter. Anime's kind of not not on the radar, you know. I'm not like oh I'm an I can't believe it. Uh, but you know, I, 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 as I said before, off the podcast many times, probably not so much on the podcast. It's very funny listening to Jamie sort of talk about pop culture and go like, "Ah, oh, I'm sick of all these, you know, politics." And I just want to see good stories with good characters. Following and going, "Hey, there's an entire like landscape filled with that." And he's like, "Ah, oh, no, never mind." And then, yeah, and no. no it's not Jamie, I'll, assign you, I'll assign you some homework. Watch the first 750 episodes of Naruto, and then we'll have yeah. a discussion. No, 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 okay. no. I'm going to say, <laughs> go on my journey. I'm currently going. Through, I'm trying to. I'm trying to finish One Piece. Then there's oh, 1,300 okay. episodes of One Piece. I'm up to 600 now. Nice. Yes. Did I'm... you see that? There's a. There's a. a the they've done a, a game on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been waiting to see someone on my YouTube. Yeah. The YouTube I watch play it, but I haven't seen any yet. But that, but I, think I think the game's based on some it. of these. Yeah, but like you know, starting at about the seven, episode 700, so you have to sort of really sort of really be <laughs> into the into the knowledge. Um, but there's Netflix anime that was on Netflix that, that I'm watching at the moment, which is Record of Ragnar, um, season two just came out. One of my favorite um, mangas and also animes is that it's because you know mm-hmm. the gods have decided that they you know all the all the god pantheons are really all like they're all they're all together. So like you know Egyptian and um, Norse, um, Indian, uh, Japanese, and then obviously Odin being uh, Odin's there as well, but also Zeus. Zeus is the primary god because you know they don't want to offend the Christians, so they say the main god's Zeus because you know. And he's the one that created the Garden of Eden because you know they didn't for offense because they get people get touchy about that sort of stuff. Um, that's historically accurate, isn't it? Of course it is, but they they, they would have done it historically accurate. But even the Japanese know that Christians get a little touchy about that sort of stuff because the whole thing is about fighting the gods. And so basically, there's a the the gods decide they they take a vote and they want to wipe out humanity because they realize that like humanity is spoiled, stupid, and it was a waste of time. Uh, then the Valkyries decide that they they're going to call on the Ragnarok tournament. Where they get to pick, I think it's like they get um, the gods pick a number of fighters, and then they get to pick historical fight. Like basically, they go back to the old history and find like the best humans. So that so their rosters like Lu Bu from like from like from from China, like Jack like Jack the Ripper, Leonidas, um, you know all these like you know like uh, Nikola Tesla. But because it's anime, they all have amazingly like amazing abilities. <laughs> like, the, the, like because the whole thing is like. The, the, the originally the gods are laughing going oh gods can't like humans can't hurt us and all of a sudden these human weapons are hurting us and then all the valkyries go going yeah because we we did volungar which basically we're turning into we turn the, the 13 valkyries turn into to weapon for the humans so that they can actually fight on a on a level playing field and the gods are like going, oh shit we could lose this one <laughs> and it, it's just it's just it's, if you love battle anime it's like you know four episodes is one battle and speaking of that i love battle anime you know you know Demon Slayer being, you know, the, the greatest one where it's like going, you know, there's, there's there's like 13 episodes, you know, there's six that's a set that's like a setup, and then there's you know, a, you know, the rest of them six episodes more of this, the entire battle playing out, and then I realized, and there's so much storytelling in that battle. Then I realized, mm. why haven't Star Wars take basically get taken this this that Star Wars are trying to do television right now, and you're not telling me you couldn't do a, a Jedi story where sure you have your 13, you have a couple of episodes of story, then watching a a, a, a rich and emotional Jedi versus Sith battle over like three or four episodes where we have to cut short, you know, this fight sequences. I'm going, come on, come on, come on, Star Wars. 
there are seven, there are 1300 one piece episodes there are 700 naruto episodes there's like like 700 dragon ball z episodes there is now 500 bleach episodes demon slayer a battle anime is one of the most popular merchandising franchises at the moment like across all pop culture people like watching battle anime I, let's let's bring that into Star Wars. I think actually that that'll be so, actually quite why? good. Because you want you want a seven hundred episode series or something. Well, well, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, I do. Like you know, of Luke's Academy. Yeah, yeah. Of, of, yes, of course, I would want fucking seven hundred episodes of Luke's Academy. But yeah. you know, their, their fight scenes in Star Wars are always like you know ten minutes tops. It's like a no. Be like be like the Mugen Train movie where it's like an hour and forty minutes. So it's like going most half of this is a fight, one fight, and you're just literally on the edge of the seat the entire time. <laughs> so what what's uh, which of the anime streaming services was that show on, Chris? Is it Crunchyroll or anime? Like uh, a record of Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, that's actually on Netflix because it's, it's a oh, Netflix. So Netflix. Oh, yeah, awesome. so, yeah, I'll so- just- I just had my phone up with both apps ready to install to watch it, and now I don't have to worry because I already have Netflix. No, because there's two seasons now, so there's the first. So season one just passed. Uh, they've, done, yeah. they've done the the, the thing I hate the most about Netflix. So I want to punch them where they go. The first part of season uh, of season uh, of season um, two, which is ten episodes, and so that's it. There's yeah. a ten episodes part two coming, and that's that's got some of the fights I'm really looking forward to seeing. But even the first, even so, basically of the seasons right now, of the two seasons they have right now, that's four fights mm-hmm. so 20 episodes over four fights it's right i think i think i think this is this is your kind of I'd like you because well, i'm going to my tablet right mm-hmm. now to add it to my list yeah, so that's you're definitely worth watching jamie i know i know that you can't stand but you know jamie there is a dubbed version so they do speak in english so that i know look i'm looking forward to a subtitled movie this okay, year. okay jamie let me just say this one thing if you've never wondered what would happen if hercules fought jack the ripper yeah. What? <laughs> then, then this show is for you because that fight alone is worth the, the price of admission. Hercules versus Jack the Ripper. Yes, and there are other crazier fights coming up with Nikola Tesla in the anime and like other other crazy things oh like my that. So, flipping goodness. So, like again, yeah, you, you got to check this shit out. Like, I can't even wrap my head around that. I know that's so awesome. That's like, on, it's officially on my list right now. Outstanding. You know, you'll I'm love this. That's, that's a good one. Sure. That's a good one. Awesome. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> so maybe we still trying to wrap his head around. Uh, um... Yeah, I'm trying to think of weird battles. <laughs> yep, like, yep. no, I can't. Yep, no, but they have some other. They have some other really, really cool ones, sort of as well. Um, but I won't spoil them because I know. So anyway, that is basically uh, in terms of gaming. I would love to play the new Fire Emblem game that came out, but since yeah. my wife's Switch died, she's sort of commandeered my Switch as her own. Look, like apparently, it's, uh, if that's Fire Emblem Engage, it's yeah. Apparently, it's got some pretty damn impressive reviews. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm like I'm really looking parties. forward to that. So I just need to basically you know, steal the Switch, my Switch, back off my wife. And you know, but she like sleeps with it under a pillow, doesn't she? Yes, and you know, she played the last switch so much it died like it literally yeah. like died because of how much she played it. Like, so that's what she does for a living, right? Yes, you play switch for a living, yes. Well, also, for, for nostalgia with this week, Goldeneye remaster got dro- dropped today. Ah, on the switch, it's on switch and Xbox only. Oh, so, man. That's a good nostalgia, that's a good game. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I spent many, 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 many afternoons after school on Goldeneye. Everybody uh, did. The old school. Oh, everyone did. Four, four switched. No, know, well, I know people. My my acquaintances at school used to link link Xboxes. Uh, yeah. Link, like uh, Nintendo 64. Yeah. Multiple TVs, multiple. Yep. Uh, no, so that, that apparently that was a surprise. That literally got announced two days ago. Hey, it's going to be on. It's going to be on Switch and Xbox in two days. Today, so that's another reason to get switches out again. Yep. There yep. Yep. There you go. But yeah, I'll throw. I'll throw. I'll throw my hat in the ring in terms of amazing, amazing games because I got an from Stephanie in The Last of Us Part One Remastered PlayStation oh, nice. Five. Nice. That is beautiful. That you know, yeah. I've been, I've logged about ten hours already in the last couple of days. So, so my question on that one is: so I've played it on PS3 originally, um, and you know, my job was the greatest mass murder of all time. Always be crafting. Um, I had no qualms killing all the doctors, even the one, even the ones I didn't have to kill. I definitely, I still absolutely yep. killed them. Um, and I played it on PS4 when it came out because it looked very much better. Is it? But I mean. Compared to PS4, and what is it like on PS5? Is it like what's the they difference? They basically they basically remade the game on oh, okay. PS5 with PS5 engine. PS5. It wasn't just yeah. a simple let's run the remaster filter over it. They yeah, literally yeah. remade the whole game. So it's worthwhile. You're saying? Oh, it's, it's, I played the trial um, before I got this because I wanted to. It's, it's a pretty hefty price tag. It's 100, 124 dollars um, at the moment. And um, but uh, to me, it's been worth it. I've clocked even with God of War Ragnarok. I don't think I've played a game for this long in terms of like long sessions. Um, because I've been crook, I've had like I've had four hour sessions, and it's just because I do. I am a completionist, so I'm trying to get a hundred percent on this. Um, so I'm trying to find all the all the collectibles, all the firefly necklaces, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, but yeah. seriously. The, the rooftop scene um, after you go through the government, if you, I just sat there and just just rotated the camera. It, it is, you can see like the windows on the buildings five kilometers down the road. Uh, it's, 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 a, it looks beautiful. Uh, it really does. Um, and, and I'm enjoying it. Like I have, I, I, pl- I played it on, as same as you, Chris, I played it on the PS3. Uh, then I got I got the PS4 remaster, which was that was just a remaster. That was a simple. Let's just wipe the remaster filter over it. It's it so still looked, I, I, I still enjoyed complete. playing it. Um, well, this includes all the DLC as well. They've redone that as well, like Left Behind and all that kind of thing. Yeah, they've redone all of that as well. Um, and it definitely worth the money. Like I, I mean, I didn't pay for it, it as a birthday present. <laughs> Um, I if I you know came my next payday, it was I was going to be buying it. Um, yeah. It's it's so good. It's just when you, especially in the up close scenes with you know with the clickers and 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 the stalkers and the runners and all that kind of thing. It it just the the, the detail on it is just mm. amazing. It's it was well worth it, yeah. and I'm I'm getting so much enjoyment out of this. And are you taking the Jamie route of being a, a health pack fan, or are you taking the Chris route of basically more Molotovs equals more? Fun? No, no, I'm, I've I actually yesterday I haven't today because of work, uh, but yesterday I unlocked an achievement, uh, which which is which is a crafting achievement where I've been able to craft 
multiple versions of all of the items so far. And I'm, I've literally just halfway through Pittsburgh at the moment. So yeah. no, no, I'm, I, I do live by the motto, always be crafting. And I, 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 have to, I have to interject because Chris is completely wrong and I'm going to defend my position because apparently... <laughs> When you when you have one or two health packs and the rest Molotov, that means you're all health packs. You're, Chris, Chris is Chris is selecting to ignore half of my statement and saying it's fact. What are you a Democrat, Chris? <laughs> you work for the government. I'm getting every every piece of scrap every. So I always have full everything, not just health packs. Uh, you know, at, at the moment I've got well, everything. So I've got as, the as, as per. As per Chris's standard, you just have health packs. Therefore, that's, that's all you do. I'm just, I'm, I was just saying that, like, in that game, I think I did the least of health packs because I was just like, going, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die. But, you know, I need, I need, I need, um, you know, nail grenades and Molotovs <laughs> more than well, more, the, the, and shivs. Oh, I need so many shivs. Yeah. Now, when, <laughs> when you're the playing, game gives you enough. Like, I was uh, even in, um, even in Bill's compound. You know where obviously you get the out, you get the bow, and you learn how to make the the nail bombs. Yeah, I love it. There was still enough material for me to have everything of everything. I'm playing yeah, on. Yeah. I'm not playing on hard. I'm playing on medium. But on the hardest but, yeah. setting, on the hardest setting, there's no point in having health packs because it's like one 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 hit dead. Yeah, yeah. So on the hardest settings, yeah, you kind of have you can just basically go shivs, Mol yeah. molotovs. Nail grenades and the shivs are a must-have for the the shiv the, for the resource rooms because yeah yeah you know you could yeah. use one shiv and then go in the room and have enough to get bring you back all the way up to three shivs again. Um, always be crafted. Know, it, it, always it, be crafted. But what what I've found is there's more. There's more. I've found that there's more on medium. There's more scrap and materials than there is items that will give you health back, like you know the food and stuff. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's why I'll always have max of everything and the only setting i haven't played it on is the uh one life setting like you die it's over oh a permadeath yeah i'm i'm getting pretty good at, at this and uh, but i've still died at least four times yeah where yeah, I, where yeah. i'm at at the moment and it's just plainly and simply because of the of yeah. you know the sometimes the clickers the one they're one hit death you know if they if you yeah. don't have a shift they get you and you're gone. You know what I mean? And yeah. and there's just, I've, I've just on, died four times, so there's no just way. Just on the um, the Last of Us and just obviously the the, the news and things where there's a million articles come out saying this is the greatest yeah. video game adaptation of all time. Blah blah blah. Someone made a comment that I thought was very interesting to say, and, and I and then I realized I'm going, holy fucking shit, you're right. The people saying like the Last of Us is a great all time, then people said what? So Netflix's Castlevania, Arcane. And cyberpunk don't count as great video game. Actually, I was going, you're right. Castlevania was the four seasons of absolute yeah. fucking amazing, like spot on, like yeah. perfect. Yeah, but that's I think I think it's they're talking live action. Yeah, when you see, that, when that's not and it, that's not a, that, that's like it, the reason why I think that's not a good distinction is because they're still taking the story of a video game. Yeah, you know, I get and you. put it into episodes, which is the whole point. Yeah, but the but people don't think like that. They don't think cartoons. So they, they, that doesn't count, and that's probably why. Because an animated Last of Us would be pretty awesome. You know, be great. It would be fantastic. Um, you know, so again, Sonic the Hedgehog. They animated him very well mm. uh, after people complained <laughs> and re, and re, yeah. redid it. But no, but like I, I kind of get why cartoons would work better. 
Oh yeah, and I'm on board 100 for Castlevania because that is a masterpiece. Yeah, that, that's a, that is just I'd like the growing fight, up the, with those games, like growing up the, with the, the game final Belmont's game, final fight in that yeah. game basically was the most mind blowing fight. That was just watching that again. Battle, I love like, yeah, you know me. I love a good battle anime, and this is basically giving me the yeah. my fix of like amazing fight scenes. I'm like, oh my god. Um, Castlevania. I haven't played. Like what's arcane? Which game is that based on? Oh, uh, that's that, that's based on League. Like honestly, that's that 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 one is the most impressive because League of Legends story is weird and it's basically this like um it's a rush game and so it's like, like how's there a story? But then they've they've turned it into this really amazing like yeah. a really amazing TV. I've series. heard it, I've heard that that show is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Because I don't play those kind of games, but oh, the, but even, even if you don't play those games, just the show itself is just fantastic. It's just like because if you, if you if you like um. Into the Spider Man, that kind of like Spider Man like animation style. Um, they've used okay. they've used that animation style to like they're very similar Which to is that. Good. So. I, but another another great while we're talking anime, I started watching Vox Machina for the first time on. Oh, that's a great that's series. A yeah. really good show. I'm watching. I'm up to season two, and yep. like there was an episode that just like they did the first three, and then once the first three ended, I was like going, "You you fucking assholes." <laughs> So this would be a good one for you, Jay. It's based on the Critical Role podcast, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It's it's literally a Dungeons and Dragons anime. Um, it's yeah, got two taken, um, Yeah, so 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 yeah, Critical had two series, and I hope they do the other one, which is Mighty Nines. So I hope I hope they I hope they I hope we get because that was my that was my that's one I like better. I like, I like the cast better for that. Well, one. I'm glad so, they did it because I tried to sit through a Critical Role podcast, and I I cannot. I'm yeah, it's so heavy. Yeah. It's not funny. Like if you go from listening to something like the Adventure Zone, which is the the Adventure Zone are more like us, focus on story and and, oh, no, and epic critical battles. role are rules people. They are they they are like yeah. they are meticulous with the rules to the oh, point of like you will hear them go hold on, and they'll pull out the rule books and they'll start and it's for each podcast is four hours long minimum. Yeah, because they're they're, they're so, litigious rules Nazis and, yeah. uh, and and look. So now that there's an alternative, there's a way I can enjoy. Because the, their stories are amazing, don't get me wrong, like, they really are. But I just don't have twenty five hours to listen to six episodes. Uh, right. Now that I have Vox Machina, and I started watching, I'm actually really enjoying it. I think it's no, it's it's, 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 well it's a great series. Um, yeah. and yeah, you know, and you know, I hope they get. I hope, again, I hope you know, I hope it's been successful enough that they they will do some of the other ones that they've done. So yeah. then you know, um, yeah, because yeah. Vox Machina was just one of their many campaigns. Yeah, Vox Machina, Mighty Nine, and that there's another yeah. one they did. But those are the two ones that people know, but like the biggest, yeah. the big ones. Because I think um, they did comics as well. They worked with Dark Horse for a little bit, I think. Uh, there's a Vox Machina came out as a graphic novel. Uh, the Adventure Zone guys are doing graphic novels as well because some of them write for Marvel, which is fantastic. So. Their graphic novels are amazing. I just wish they'd adapt them, adapt the them into an anime. But yeah, if I, I honestly think if you ever wanted to get started, Jamie, Vox Machina is it's just high fantasy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm, he says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. One day, you got look. You got me into Stargate. If yeah. you can get me into Stargate, we can get you into anime. But the point, the point again, again. Ryan, we've done the Jamie mistake where we've told him it's good. That's, so he, that's, he no, that's he, he, that's incorrect. We've been through this many, many, many a time. I put things on my list, I watch them, and then I go, "Hey, I started watching this. It's really good." And you go, "Told you." And it, 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 this is how this this is how it goes, you know. Like uh, 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 you, you tell me something's good, I get to it when I get yeah, to it. I, I, but the point I is, question, I am a focused 
I am focused. I watched Stargate. I'm watching 10 seasons of Stargate, yeah. four seasons but of Atlantis. You haven't even finished did, did Demon Slayer season one yet, so finish that at least. Did hmm? you end up watching Invincible? Yeah, I watched season one with you guys. Okay, cool. Because season two is finally coming out. Oh, I know. It's been like... They dropped, the, they dropped the, ta- the, the teaser for it. It's supposed to be probably another couple of months. And then we're going to get season two, which is weird because it's a three-year gap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Seth Rogen's busy, busy, right? Yeah. <laughs> But, but that was like, ru- ruining that ruining was my beloved Ninja Turtles. It looks really like that's a, that's actually very common, and it's not really, so not really common. It's really like that's why with a cartoon series, you normally see them get renewed earlier than a normal TV series, is because that's how much time the animators need to actually get it to fucking go, like get it get it ready. That's why you'll see like in the anime world, you sometimes like unless it's like unless it's like Naruto or something, you actually will see sometimes a two year gap between things because it just takes them that long to sort of like you know animate it. You mean, the voices could, you mean they couldn't release it? They couldn't do the Samurai Pizza Cats thing, where hell the Japanese version and the uh, Western version is completely different. Well, no, that was that was that was the American market <laughs> buying ja- animations from Japan, then just changing them completely to the, yeah. into random into random crap. <laughs> that's how they did it back in in those days. You know, they yeah, it was same with same with a lot of things. You know, they just it's just shat all over it. Essentially. I know they you know, and but right, now right, we live yeah. in a time where we can get enjoy you know with technology you know with crunchyroll and anime lab you know i mean every anime is not for me but i've i've was like uh, i remember when i first started hanging out with you guys chris got me into my hero academia and i watched that regularly in terms of rewatch and stuff like that that's the one, uh, that, that's fairy tale i absolutely love fairy tale um yeah. i can't remember the name of the one that you made me watch that well i'm still waiting on another season the the one with the skeleton um Oh shit! It's on the tip of my tongue, but it's um, it's one where it's it's very dead. Um, I'll look. I'll think of it later. But it's it's you've got me into a fair few, and then Castlevania. You cannot. I you cannot. Can't, can't, Castlevania. Can't, yeah, it's there, there is not one, and the only thing I will say is it's too damn short. Um, <laughs> you mean it doesn't have thirteen hundred episodes? No, no. It's a, it's a western. Like, and to their credit, they tried to basically do it as a Western production using Western animators and things. And rightly or wrongly, like Castlevania to do, I think it's like, I think the, to do like a 10 episode thing on a Western animated thing is like $2 million plus dollars, like to, to do that. Yeah. It's like $400,000 to do like 26 episodes in Japan. Like that's, in terms of the co- that's the cost difference in terms of like, I guess the problem with Castlevania is I started watching it when it came out and having the episode count that it did. Yeah, like six episodes. (laughs) I'm trying to to pull it up here, but... Yeah, it's like six um, episodes of the first season. It's like going, whoa. (laughs) And then they they, they, they started splitting it into... Netflix Netflix loves to fucking split things. Yeah, so you've got season one has four episodes. Season two has eight. And so, but yeah, imagine watching something that is perfection mm-hmm. and getting to the end of the fourth episode and going, that's it. Yep. 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 You know what I mean? And then, yeah. So, that, but that, again, I'm surprised Netflix hasn't canceled it because, I mean, the other day, they don't, they don't cancel anything that's successful. <laughs> I can't believe the Netflix president came out and said, we do, we do not cancel anything that's not successful. Like you get you cancel things all the time that are successful. That's kind of your business model. Make successful show. 
Cancel yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. Um, unless, unless by him, definition, success means low ratings. Uh, yeah. No one maybe, 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 maybe like and people cancel and and people canceling their subscriptions by in the hundreds of thousands. You know. <laughs> Well, because because for a while then Netflix won this weird thing where they're saying all that matters is getting new 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 um new subscribers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But then someone to point out they're going there is only a finite number of people in the world. You should be worrying about retaining the subscribers, yeah. not getting new ones. But then they, they that didn't that didn't figure into if their, their business model. Quality moment. improved every year. I would have no issue paying a little bit more. Yeah. So for example, yep, yep. if they gave me solid content for 12 months i would be happy because i'm on the 22.99 where you get the 4k stuff and everything i would happily bump that up to 25 at the end of the year if the quality was amazing like if they consistently showed that yeah we care about our our subscribers Mm -hmm. and we understand these shows they like we're going to keep pumping them out i would happily pay a couple extra bucks every year you know the moment yeah, no, it's I just agree, like I agree. Just, I, I agree. I'll, I'll I'll go online with Netflix um, until there's and, and if there's something I want to watch and then when I'm finished when it comes time to renew for the month I'm like oh what's more important you know what I mean yeah but I think the other the, the key thing is I think there's again we tried to move away from cable because we're like going we you know we're sick of cable. But now there are just too many fucking platforms, and then like, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. like we'll have we're paying like small amounts to each individual one, which probably equals yeah. up to what cable used to anyway. But then that was a, yeah. so it's like oh, like, exactly. What, I agree, hundred percent. What, what have we ones... what have we done? Like where 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 are we going with this shit? It's like well, for for me personally, like I have to have binge because the WWE network doesn't exist anymore. That's no, on binge, yeah. It's on, so on everything's been moved over to binge. However. I'm only paying 15 bucks a month for binge and I get the pay-per-views for free. So that's, and, and there's other good stuff on binge like last of us and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I justify that. But then I've got Netflix and then I have Stan because I like my Australian cinema and Stan has pretty much anything Australian cinema TV shows that you would ever. Yeah, Stan's a weird watch. one. And, and, but the, a lot of that stuff is hard to Arr, shiver me timber. Sorry. Hard to um, acquire. acquire. Hard to acquire. <laughs> At JB Hi-Fi, uh, because it's just it's some of it's so old, or they just don't support like JB Hi-Fi slash R Shiver Me Timbers does not support. They don't have as much Australian stuff up there as as they do. So therefore, I have Stan because so there's another twenty five bucks yeah. with Netflix. I'm already at sixty dollars, and that doesn't even include. You know, that's that's almost as much as I pay for my internet service. Yeah. yeah. And then you've got Prime. Prime is okay because it pays for itself. with the Prime with the shipping pays for itself. That, that, that yeah, makes because yeah, I that, get that, my 4Ks yeah. from Amazon. They're here the next day. And even if I get one 4K a month for 50 bucks, hmm. it's, it's paying for itself. So I will always have Prime. There's no issues there. But then you're getting all these other ones that are popping up. You know, like yeah. you've got reality thing like, as a gay man, I like my drama and my reality TV. So there's another subscription I have to have, which is six bucks a month. You know what I mean? It just now Stargate. That's another eight bucks ninety nine I'm mm-hmm. paying a month on top of Prime because I want to watch Stargate because it's almost impossible to download. If only you watch TV like I did and go, okay, I'm going to concentrate on this show, and then you can switch between the. You know? But then, uh, in saying that, it's it's all about. Then I've got to remember, okay, what's my login for this, this, and this, and and how much? It's just it's. 
too much. Whereas I've got, I've actually cut. I don't have Disney Plus anymore. There's not, there's oh. nothing on Disney Plus to that. Honestly, I've got all the Marvel movies on 4K. Yep, yep. I've got all the Star Wars movies and and except for Last Jedi in in Blu-ray. Like I've got everything that I want to. I've got, you know, I can acquire Mandalorian as they come out with the new stores <laughs> that I have become available to. Um, so there's really no major need for me to have Disney Plus. And that's that again, that started off at six ninety nine. It's now thirteen ninety nine a month. And I will agree on Disney Plus is even even the shows we do get are shit. Like <laughs> like yeah. like sorry, apart from Mandalorian, which was great. Um look, some some people like Andor, which I, I look it's fine. I haven't watched um, it yet because I'm as Jamie mentioned a couple of weeks ago, all Star Wars down. Yeah. But even with the Marvel series, they're all terrible. Like, let's be honest. Like, let's, yeah. like, like, let's, let's I, have a real um, good look at ourselves and say, realistically, if any of those Marvel series weren't made, would we be fine with that? And the answer is, yeah. Like, yeah. There's, not, there's literally nothing there that's like, oh, yeah, it had to have that. Yeah. Um. So, mm, yeah. Yeah. In terms of TV shows for Marvel and quality, there, there's nothing that I've jumped out and said. I have to have the Marvel Netflix shows I own on di- on Blu-ray. Yeah, know what I mean, like there's there's nothing that I have to have that I can't just acquire and watch it that way. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of rubbish stuff, have you guys heard of the the Razzies Awards? Ah, yes, the reverse Oscars, as I call them. Oh yes, yeah, our topic. It actually, <laughs> it actually, yeah, it actually. Topic. Hey, I was trying to do a, a smooth segue there, but you're like, oh yeah. Um, well, how, how, many, how, many, how many hours, Jamie, are we into the podcast before we bring up the Oh, topic? an hour and 20 or something? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Depends how much I edit out. Uh, well, last week went almost two hours. Yeah. I noticed that when I downloaded it. So. Um, yes. Yeah, so apparently the Razzie started in the night before we were born. Maybe when Ryan was born. 1981. Yeah, no, I'm um, not that old. Thank you. Uh, 1982. <laughs> excuse me. Um, so, mate. Were you were you crying back then, Ryan? Was that what started the the was I was a baby? Yeah, probably. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I figured, like, because the awards are out in March this year, and they just announced they just announced the um nominations. The nominations. So I, some of them I know, some of them I don't. And so I'm just gonna, you know, yeah, have, yeah. A, have a read. If there's any that we recognize, we can have yep. a bit of a let's go, let's go. Let's go worst well, picture first. Okay, 43rd annual Golden Raspberry nominations. For worst picture, there is Blonde, which apparently is a Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I haven't watched it because yeah, I've heard that it's horrible. Uh, Disney's Pinocchio. Correct, agree. Terrible. Yeah, never. I still haven't watched that. Uh, Good Morning, spelt M-O-U-R. And, you know, no, the other, I've heard of that. Uh, no, uh, King's Daughter, which apparently like some fantasy about a mermaid or something. Okay. Um, and the other one that we do know, Morbius, is on the uh, list. hundred percent agree uh, on that too. I uh, see. See, I, I I enjoyed it. It's not something I'd run <laughs> no, out. But, and like, no, but like, yeah, but, and I'm gonna say it's because Matt Smith. Oh, hundred percent it is. Yeah, well, he he carried that. Um, and Matt Smith carries a lot of things. Yeah. And, 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 look, and, to, and look to be to be honest, um, I don't mind Jared Leto as an actor. Like obviously he's hit and miss, like in what he, miss. What, yes. he, what he does. No, but I think he's a fine actor, you know. And he he did like to me. I didn't like, even think he was that bad in Morbius. No, well, because here's the thing. I it to me it felt like the Spider-Man cartoon arc. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. 
look, look, I don't regret watching it. I didn't, you know, like like you said, I didn't rush out to see it. Um, well, look, we didn't see it in the cinema. We acquired it um, yeah. and watched it that way. Yeah, but like, no, honestly, it, look, it was an okay movie with great performances. But, you know, again, the story was a bit, hey, how are you going? Yeah. Um, okay, now for worst actor. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'll skip it. Colson, no, Colson Baker in, um, aka Machine Gun Kelly in uh, Good Morning. He's a weird um, dude. Yeah, Pete Davidson for Marmaduke. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks for uh, Geppetto. I have heard that. Um, I have heard mixed opinions on, on that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, Jared Leto in Morbius. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's one that may hurt your feelings, Ryan. Sylvester Stallone in Samaritan. See, I see again. I enjoyed that ripoff of a Christopher <laughs> Park's original um, story. Oh, you know what? I, I I enjoyed that. It was a really good movie. Uh, but at the same time, I'm sitting there going, "This all seems oddly familiar." Um, you know, two brothers, one called the Samaritan, and the, I'm like, hold, "Hold on, I'm pretty sure Chris Chris has written this." Five to six years ago. Yeah, that, where did, did it ages ago? So that there's a little bit no, of like, look, hey, hey, hey. Chris, people, hey. People don't understand Sylvester Stallone's acting. He he he's a seventy year old yeah. man. True. Yeah. I I just finished watching Tulsa King on Paramount Plus. It is fantastic. He is amazing in it. Like he's mm. he's action. He's for a seventy three year old man. Yeah. Um to still be doing movies like that that involve a lot of work and yeah look i, I was 100 disagree with it chris look if if you um if if you can find the notes or wherever you wrote down that story um because by australian law all we have to do is write it down and it's got a date and then the you two, can sue two brothers because I'm pretty um, sure that it's, the, the um, other the brother was sure. captain Orson, dr awesome but, but i'm pretty I don't sure care. he like, created a character called the samaritan I'm pretty sure, like in our podcast that we that we did before, that's like that's out there and dated. So I'm pretty sure that's like that was that's out there. And and um, right, Ryan, please don't defend when we could get money for Chris suing Sylvester Stallone. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's probably anything that gets, <laughs> no, gets you money. Uh, no, uh, no, no, you will not claim Sylvester Stallone as your new Dwayne Rock the Johnson replacement. Look, I I grew up on Rocky and Rambo, and so he's always going to have a, a soft spot in my heart. Look, I I and, yeah, look, he's a fine he's a fine actor, but you're right, he's old. He's seventy three. Like I couldn't believe it when he, I found out he was seventy three when he did Tulsa King. He still looks mid sixties, and and that was he did really well. I really enjoyed that show. There you go. So, yeah, Moving enough. on to worst actress, uh, Bryce. Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park Dominion. No, no, no. Brie no. mm. Larson, Captain Marvel. No, well, this is for 2022. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, we can't go back that far. <laughs> um, Diane Keaton, Mac and Rita, some for some act. Kaya Scudillera for um, King's Daughter. Alicia Silverstone for The Requin. All these movies. I, well, okay, so I've watched that. No, no, it's a shark movie. Um, yep. I have actually watched that. Yep. She did oh, not shark movies at all. Um, yeah, it's, it's on Apple TV. It's a horror slash shark movie. Who has uh, Apple it's TV? a great movie, but she she yeah, she didn't do very well. All right, fair enough. So that's accurate. So, I but I'm pretty sure that we soon enough they'll have a shark streaming service. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there are that I actually, many films. on my media server, I have a, literally have a section with shark movies, and there's 37 movies in there. Shark and, and shark-related and, and, films. And, like... Sue, and, and our good friend Matt Holmes is making a shark movie. That's the funniest story, though, about Matt Holmes is he... <laughs> He's struggling to get these movies to get support. And someone yeah. goes, you should make a shark movie. They'll sell. And he's like, oh, I don't want to do a shark movie. I don't want to do a shark <laughs> And then he sits down and he writes a shark movie and it sells like that. <laughs> well, I think we broke that on an interview with him too. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about that kind of yeah. stuff. But yeah. like, look, Ben Hall, uh, Legend of Ben Hall is now doing great. It's on Prime. It's on Apple Are you uh, serious? TV. So it's... Um, oh, it's... So he got it on there. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. It is. Cool. We'll have to get him back on and yeah. talk about his success. Um. Okay, worst remake ripoff sequel, Blonde, uh, three hundred and sixty-five days. That's a uh, bit unfair. Those were uh, those were masterpieces. The three hundred sixty-five days. That's a that is just, those were just absolute masterpieces of of, of foreign film. Racists is, is what it is. <laughs> Xenophobics. Um, Disney's Pinocchio, Firestarter, and they put jurassic world dominion on here which i don't agree with so so apparently a billion dollars at the box office is terrible okay sure yeah, I, I hate yeah, but, what would a, what do we know what, what, yeah, what but, do we know chris pl- please don't make the it made lots of money therefore it's good argument because no i i, I subscribe <laughs> to lord michael bay's philosophy on this particular thing so, so you like captain marvel oh. <laughs> you like <laughs> iron man 3 <laughs> oh I enjoyed I enjoyed Jurassic World Dominion. I, look, I, I did. It. Great I did. film. Great I, film. Yeah, they, they finally did something out of the ordinary, and yeah. they're like, "It sucks." <laughs> and, and I will agree on it. I did hear you mention Firestarter, the Stephen King remake. I will agree wholeheartedly with that. It was it was complete and utter oh, rubbish. Well. Um. All right, look, I'm going to skip over a few. There's a this, like, uh, supporting actor, Tim, Tom Hanks. Worst supporting actor, Tom Hanks. Yeah, he got apparently um, got bagged out for Elvis too. They didn't like I've, him in Elvis. Yeah, look, I, I thought he was all right. Like, it's it's Tom Hanks. But then I thought, saw an interesting article the other day saying, like, these two nominations for the Razzies proves how significant Tom, uh, Tom Hanks's career has been. Mm-hmm. Oh, so definitely. You go that long in your career before someone goes, "You suck," <laughs> you know, like nothing before. I, I think we can all agree Tom Hanks's uh, best musical movie is that thing you do. Oh, hundred percent. That was his um directorial debut. Yeah, that's yeah. a that, I've, that's a film that I could watch at least once a year. Yeah. Now, Chris, here is a wonderful segment that I think, or um, nomination. Uh, category that i think you'd like worst screen couple now if this was like to 2021 we know what who that would be it would be um amber jason, heard. J- yeah jason Momoa and amber heard oh my god <laughs> would, would be on that what chemistry they had yeah uh look tom hanks and his latex laden face <laughs> and ludicrous out wow so they basically they did not like the elvis movie Sure, they, they, they really are like hammering into the Elvis film. Yeah. Wow. No, look, there's a lot of these films I, I don't recognize. You know, worst director. Um, it's, the same, it's the same movie. So they didn't like Morbius. They didn't like Pinocchio. They didn't like Blonde. Um, worst screenplay. And it's all the same movies. But um, that's just interesting. 
They're really probably... starting to say we're not getting a Morbius sequel. No. Even though, you know, it would have been cool with the ending end credits. Uh, yeah. Sony's Sony's in a weird spot with that, isn't aren't they? With their Spider Man you know, Spider Man. Peter, Peter Spider Man. Peter Spider Man and Attorney <laughs> oh, at Law. God. Peter Spider-Man. <laughs> Attorney at Law. Yeah. Look, I think we because we, we've got the, the Craven movie coming out this year. That's gonna well. suck so bad. Um, so like maybe with that, if that is not good, unless it's a complete no. 180 hey. for what it's advertised. Um, um it's not gonna be good. Right, it's not gonna be good because they've already said that he's he's it's it's more Doctor Doolittle than Craven. And get fucked. He, like, he doesn't hunt the animals. Um, he loves the animals. Then go get go then go suck a giant and bag that, of that, dicks. That, that came from the actor that played but, um, uh, Craven. The, 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 Look, I think it's going to be. I think it's a it's a wait and see because if that's all, no, that's, 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 that's not, not a wait and see. Not, that's that's not a wait straight. And see. Yeah, that's a if that's it's a not straight. If it's suddenly, I love the animals. Not like. I've hunted all the animals. I'd need to find the perfect... Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've mastered everything. I've killed everything. Ooh, dude has but spider in powers. That, in, in the comics, in the last 10 years, after Craven's last hunt, um, he does... You know, he's moved on in Prey. He's now hunting humans that... Yeah, uh, but, that, but that was the whole thing, is like he's hunted all the animals and now he needs something that's challenging, so he's now hunting the metahumans. Yeah. That makes sense to me, but 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 he still has to have hunted the animals to get to that point to see. I, I fought everything dangerous on the planet. 100%. Now need to fight these people with amazing but powers. I, I think in the in the ridiculous time that we live in at the moment with can, cancel culture and everything, we were never going to get that. No, we we could get it because it would make so much money. It would piss off the tiny little proportion of people out there that are. And like, he's the villain. What? Yes. Like, why are we Again. trying to make the villain like? <laughs> He's the bad guy. So having him being a ga- a big game hunter doesn't that just make him that 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 makes him the bad guy? Which is no. you're, you're meant to then not like the bad guy, right? Is I, I never I never said cancel culture made sense. <laughs> I, like I honestly think this is a movie that if it wasn't made fifteen years ago, it shouldn't be made. Yeah. No, it's- I agree. I, I agree. I think I think they've missed. I think they've missed the um, you know, the window on Craven. Yeah, and they, except I, I heard he's going to be in the new Spider-Man game too. So, no, because they'll do that right. Yeah, but the game will be better because the game will get it right. Because he'll be hunting Spider-Man like he should. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's 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 a theme across the comic. Spider-Man, he's his ultimate prey. Yep, yeah. because it's a spider, but it's a man. So you know. So Spider-Man. the game, Pete, Pete Spider-Man, Pete Spider-Man is Craven's. Um, <laughs> Um, ultimate prey. <laughs> yeah, and, and plus, we the game. I've got faith. They're like Insomniac and Sony. Like, oh, 100. They'll get it right. I really hope you can play as Venom because it's a really old Spider-Man game. Spider-Man oh, the Venom one. Yeah, yeah, Carnage. Uh, no, it's called Venom. Ultimate Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh yeah, yeah. That was on 64. Came out. Venom. On- yeah, lo- I love and, playing. And- I love playing as Venom. Like, yeah, really, but like you, really you, you played as Spider-Man and you played as um, Venom. as Venom. Yeah. And it yeah. was so cool because you had different styles and oh, it was so good. I think there was a few of those ultimate games. Like but those... I don't think you're going to get to play as Venom because of the, obviously the, the the revelations in the end credit scene of the first game. Yeah. Mm. Well, I know yeah. you can switch between... You'll switch uh, between Miles Morales and, yeah. and, um, and, and Spider-Man. And, will be. and so, I'm, fine, I'm okay with that. And but, but are they going to bring specific... in Gwenamon? I mean, I, I, I'd like to see them bring in Gwenamon as well. I don't think they're going to crowd this game with everyone all at once. I know you like to have everything all at once, Chris. 
I, I, I just think I like Gwen. I think Gwenaman's a great addition to Spider Man. Spider Gwen. Gwenaman, yeah, Gwenaman. Spider Gwen. Gwenaman, yeah. Gwenaman. That, that, that doesn't that doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. As much as you're trying to force it, that don't work. Um, Spider Gwenaman. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be Spider Gwenstein? Ooh, I like that one. Welcome, like welcome one. to the the, the critic. Welcome to the the Spiderman. Peter Spiderman, attorney at law. In fact, our sponsor, uh, Rebecca Custis, if you name your child <laughs> Spiderman, look, I don't think there's 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 not going to be much based on the last two iterations, the Miles Morales game and Spider Man, there's not going to be much wrong with this game, if anything. Oh, gosh, no, no, they know what they're doing, they know how to make money, and yeah. Uh, um, unless, any, unless any video game that can make I've finished it three times Spider Spider Man uh, any any game that can make me cry three times at the exact same spot each time I've played it is is they're doing it right any yeah, game but, that sees the combat from Arkham and go let's just do that but better <laughs> and try to see how long we could like you know let's just do that but then change a little few things because you know what that combat is still one of the best, like that's still one of the best fighting. That's still one of my favorite games in terms of just overall just fighting. Yeah. Um, that, that's the first game you really feel like a like to me, that, that was the first game you really felt like a superhero. Yeah. Was the Arkham games where basically yeah, like yeah. you could fight you, you could fight like 50 thugs at once and be Batman-y and like you you yeah. you'd beat the shit out of them. But then it was more fun just to terrorize them and then make them yeah. freak the shit out and then like you yeah. know, like pre be well, the that, true that, Batman. That, that game, the, the Arkham games is one of the very few games that I actually use stealth in. Mm. Um, sometimes because it's it works, you know. The the inverted takedown is is one of my favorite. Yeah. And and I you know, love... hanging off the gargoyles and just swooping down and hooking them up. You and know? I love the fact that when he levels up, he remembers he has additional equipment that he yeah, forgot, yeah, that he forgot about. No, like, yeah. no, yeah. no. Goes, oh wait, yeah, I've got this thing. Whoops. No, I, I no, I figured it out. <laughs> Alfred has the lock. He's like, if you do this for me, <laughs> I, <laughs> I so will... Alfred is essentially. <laughs> The the Witcher Witcher um, side quest master, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. says, "You will, Brucey, you will only get this if you level up." <laughs> and that, and if it was Andy Circus, um, yeah. Alfred, it would make perfect sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would. Yeah. But what what I, what I think is uh, the third one to me was the worst one. Not that the story was great, but I but couldn't, like, I couldn't get I couldn't not. get into it. Like the the thing that I didn't like was like the so combat much... was just like. They went too far with some weird things with the combat where like you'd press punch and then he would jump across the street to fight the dude like thing and they're going, <laughs> yeah. like, how the f like where's the realism of the like of the yeah. like of like the like of like Arkham like close the, the, quarters the major, fighting? The major problem with with Arkham Knight is they spent so much time trying to convince us that the Arkham Knight wasn't Jason Todd. Um but we all, the, like, the, it was like the, the, yeah. the denying and denying they 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 literally made their marketing campaign around no no <laughs> it, it's an unknown person when when from Jason the very Todd, first yeah. moment you met him it was clearly that it was clear that it was Jason Todd but um they, just, they should have just called they should have just called it red they should have just called him red hood and just like forget all that yeah like, and that was, like, I would have been okay with that because nothing wrong with going you know Arkham's like like Batman Arkham three Red Hood like come on I'm, like, I reckon they would have sold more day one copies oh hell yes because it's if like it was or if they called it like under the Red Hood or under something the Red Hood, like that yep, yep, they yep, would yep. they would have sold more day one copies hundred yeah. percent agree uh good old Red Hoodman but we're also <laughs> We're also getting uh, apparently Wolverines out this year. 
Yeah. Wolverine. This the, year? No, Logan, no. the Logan. Yeah, the game. Is it? Oh, okay, because all made... I've seen is that 10-second teaser. No, because it's the same studio that's doing... They made Insomniac. Insomniac, the, the yeah. Man. Yeah, so, the, like, they do have... Like, I haven't... Like, I used to follow that team quite well because, you know, they were a Sony team and they, they, they're like, making games with Microsoft. When they were in... Before, the first time that they were at Sony, they had two teams. So one of them worked on Ratchet & Clank one of them worked on Resistance Fall of Man. So they had a really quick release cycle because they were yeah. both doing uh, things. Then they went to work with Microsoft and they probably got screwed up and destroyed. Now they're back at Sony. Did they, uh, hopefully they split and went with two teams again. So then maybe, yeah. maybe Jenny, well, you're well, right. No, but, but like I, I'm pretty sure they said it's going to be released at the end of the year. I think we'll probably get the trailer this year or like at least a gameplay demo of this year. Yeah. But but if they're if we're all seeing Spider-Man this year, the, Sony won't do that to itself. Sony yeah, I was going to say, it Sony seems like it'd be, it'd be a waste to have them both come, not that not for us, but like it'd be a waste for the Sony. From a company standpoint, you wouldn't release both of the same. Like this year, Sony's already got a number of flagship games lined up. Spider Man being Spider Man being one of them, but then they've also got Final Fantasy sixteen dropping like mid year, and that's like nothing's gonna. Sony's not gonna compete with anything mid year. Yeah, and Sony's gonna understand. Final Fantasy 16 is going to take up at least three to six months of our lives. So, oh, I'm, I'm like, it's know. going to be the like again. It's got the guy, the, the, the Devil May Cry fight director is doing the fighting stuff. I'm like going, I'm going, yes, I could like you watch them as, as he juggles dudes in this air. I'm like going, yes, this is everything I wanted in it. This is everything I want. So yeah, I think I think look, we've got a solid year of games coming out this year. If we get look, if we get a good um you know spider-man 2 and final fantasy 16 turns out to be everything that we want it to be i have full faith it will i'm okay to wait yeah. to 2024 for wolverine yep That's i can fine. wait i can wait early 2024 or yeah i mean look at i haven't even i haven't even i can't even bring myself to pull the trigger on midnight suns now for what i'm hearing yeah, it's um, bad. i almost did but i'm like no nah, you know what no look i'm hoping it's gonna go so bad it's gonna go on like playstation plus, plus Ultra. yeah, yeah well, see, you know i i had the i had the cash because immediately I love how it came out in December and it was already in the January sales for twenty bucks less than what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I just I bought I bought Crisis Core, which was absolute Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, which is mm-hmm. was well worth the money. So I'm glad I pulled the trigger on that rather yep. than Suns. If Midnight Suns drops to like thirty bucks, I'll get it. Or if it drops to the PlayStation Plus, yeah, for sure I'll give it a go. But it's just microtransaction heavy. That's all I'm hearing. Yep, yep. That's all I'm hearing, and I don't want that. It's that it's that Simpsons um, arcade game that Millhouse played of Kevin Costner's Waterworld. Yeah, yeah. Where you put a coin in yeah. and you walk four steps and he goes, "Game yeah. over." Yeah. <laughs> Insert more quarters. <laughs> and it is like uh, the fact that I'm hearing nothing but bad, and there was bugger or marketing around it in December, okay. which is the month of Christmas for people to buy games. They mm-hmm. knew it um, was shit. Yeah, no. They knew it was so. shit. Like. Uh, That's yeah. the thing. They knew it was terrible. So they went, let's just kick this out the door and walk away. Because the, the premise, there was so much hope for it. Like you give us the, the Midnight Suns team, they did the prequel comic, which was amazing. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm in. You've got me. And then the trusted sites that I go like, yeah, you're going to pay a hundred bucks for the game. And then you're probably going to spend at least another hundred bucks on microtransactions to fully enjoy the game. I said, no, thank you. And then, like the, the worst, the worst thing was like the team that makes this game. I know they can make good games. I'm, I'm like, this is the thing. I'm like, what happened here? Like, yeah, I know they can do good things. Like, we'll put like, it this way: I chose getting a game that I've owned twice already. 
mm-hmm. over getting a game that I've never played before, getting more enjoyment out of that than I would in in Marvel from what I've in Midnight Suns from what I've heard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because the and they just studio... don't have a good track record. The only good decent, and I'm saying decent game they've released, and I'm the sucker who buys all of these. You yep. know, the only decent game they released was Guardians of the Galaxy because the combat was difficult and the story was amazing. Yep. Yep. The, the thing so I don't understand I about it. Midnight Suns is it's made by I think it's Pyrex, and they make the Civilization games, which are like a masterpiece of gaming, and they yep. make they make the XCOM games, which are like yeah. ta- the best tactical game, tactical yep. shooter game on the planet and yet they they dropped the what the hell happened here but i mean you know yeah. it's i think it's more 2k being the greedy company that they are yeah well you know mm-hmm. um where they sell like the 2k basketball game every single year and the the career mode to actually make your character better you actually have to pay for like experience points like this is the wow. kind of company they are like this is this is this is they don't understand that there's not like 75 percent of the gaming world out there are grinders and yeah. we, I would happily spend two hours just encounters building up my characters than spend one dollar. Yeah, no, they, 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 they don't, they don't want those ones. You know, sometimes I miss the days where you turn your console on or put your cartridge on, turn the console on, and that you had your game. Yep. Ta-da. You know. I have a little console connected to my computer and my to my Samsung curved monitor in my office that has millions of games on there that that you can read. Really- oh, you got an emulator too? Yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. it's got everything up to everything up to the PS2. And it's nice. amazing. You can just yeah. pop a game in like Secret of Mana or Final Fantasy Six or something and never have to worry about play, paying for anything again. Yeah, well, I don't have to put anything in. I've I've got a hard drive and it's got all the games. Yeah. I don't have it up to PS2, but I've got it up to PS1. Every single game yeah. on every single console. Yep. Mine even looks like a little Super Nintendo. The, the the Japanese company that made it made it look yeah. like that. Oh, and I, I, I got that. But it's with the wireless controllers and everything. Yeah. So I've now well, I've I've got that one. I've got like a little Nintendo one, but it's only got like a thousand games on there. But I've got one that's just a hard drive. And you plug yeah. a PlayStation controller into it, or you can use a Nintendo controller. Or yeah. So that's why cool. that's why it doesn't bother me. You know, if we don't get all these amazing games, because we can always go the thankful thanks to the internet, we can always go back to when we mm-hmm. were kids and enjoy those games. You know what I mean? That were that were brutally hard. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's what I mean. Going back to play something like that, like especially on the Switch, where you can, they have the old, you know, Nintendo and Super Nintendo JPRGs and stuff. They are very much harder than what we have to deal with. Yeah. you know what I mean. So they actually presented a challenge. Well, they had limited number of lives and you had to, you know. Yeah. And it's not like it's Uncharted where, like, Nathan Drake is the world's greatest artist and so he can just basically draw these amazing amazing maps and pictures. You don't know that. Straps. He could have been doing that since he was a kid. No? I mean, he just he just saw the artifact and then, like, you open his book and he's got, like, this amazing, <laughs> like, detailed drawing. You're going, damn, you're a good son. Everyone has a hobby. <laughs> Chris, everyone has a hobby. Hey, know. Look again. I'm I'm sure you're good at crocheting, Chris. No, but I mean, the, the, you know, you know, you know, my one regret in that Uncharted Four game is what? I would sword have, fight. Well, no, yes, the fact that they changed the sword fight scene to be just because they wanted it to be a surprise instead of having the that be an awesome payoff, but that's a separate, mm. a separate other problem. Is I would love in the opening part of Uncharted Four where his brother comes to ask him, there should have been an option for for no. And then the game should have then just been like six hours of like Nathan Drake and, and his wife just doing like normal shit. Like 
you know, going to work, play like like shopping and like just basically just like like, like just like the most boring, like just the normal, like normal, like like going on like a weird like couple's friends date with like with with, 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 with the neighbors and sitting awkwardly across the table trying to make like you know conversation. Like I would like I would dig. So that you mean shit. like like um well I think it was like the first Matrix game and you go through the office and and Morpheus sits down and he's like you take the red pill or the blue pill and if you take the wrong pill then it goes game over <laughs> or, or, like, or the far cry game where it's like where the, the, the guy's like you, you return the, you, you go back to your home kingdom and the guys like oh just wait here and if you actually wait there for a few hours the guy comes back and then you like he takes the arms from you shakes your hand and the game ends that, that, that's <laughs> how, like it's, it's awesome isn't Which, that the, yeah, there's like a like some zombie game massive zombie game but um apparently like you're trapped in a mall or something but apparently you can finish the game by hiding in a locker and it just time plays out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. See yeah, again, maybe maybe if they do another Uncharted game, I want you'd want to see that. Like, no, nah, they said they said they're not doing it. They're no, done like, with it. Imagine, imagine that Uncharted Five, Drake's mortgage, and then basically. <laughs> <laughs> Drake, Drake was giving up, was giving up, and then he he bought a house in New York. No, City. but like. In, in 2022, <laughs> he can't afford the mortgage payments. So well, he couldn't afford to live in in New York. Um, but Chris, would you play this game? Like, um, it's like you. It's almost you have this tension, like something's about to happen, but then it doesn't. Like someone walks down the street looking at you funny, and you're like, "Oh, something's gonna no." Yeah, yeah, like, 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 make it sound, mm-hmm. make it feels like it's gonna happen, then nothing happens, and then it's basically it's just like, yeah. even with the music too, just keeps yeah, yeah. <laughs> encounter music or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like we go to a shopping center, put some encounter music, and you see like some shady people, but then just nothing happens, and just gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he puts his ATM card in, and some he's looking over his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, then you know, you know, um, she gives him, a, she gives him a list. And you have to go around the shopping center and like find the exact <laughs> items and the exact prices. <laughs> and then you get you get approached by views as you're walking with your shop, and they're like, "Hey, Mister! Hey, Mister! You dropped your wallet." Exactly. <laughs> so basic. So basically, it's almost like that heavy rain game, but nothing bad happens. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I look again. I know that there'll be many people that think this. Why? Like there'll be many people saying, "Why they've made this game?" They're going, "Shut up." <laughs> the game would be awesome. It'd be the biggest bluff ever. I know, yeah. they, and they should do it just as a laugh, just by going, <laughs> just like yeah, spend spend the fifty million dollars plus it would take you to, to make this game in this building. I don't, I don't even think it would take that much. Like, to right make now, available like, like at, at E three, just like right now, available right now for free. Hey, look, Drake, like Uncharted Five. Go yeah. download it now and just watch people like if get annoyed. Got, if you've got um, <laughs> farming simulator. Or goat simulator. Why can't we have a Nathan Drake retired simulator? That's what I'm saying. I think there's a huge potential of this particular game where he's just like doing his normal life crap. And then, you know, if he's got a daughter as well, you know, like she could come home and he could check her homework and then basically go through her, you know, talk about, you know, career <gasps> prospects and then like, you know, looking through like, and then, then you know, then the bet, like the, 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 the height of the, the goal of the game is to get her into like, Harvard or Dartmouth or something school. Then you've got to do, like you go to the campus tours, and then you, you have to like you know keep a track on her, her. You know, but you don't want her to be you don't want her to become like a nerd. So you need to make sure she has friends, and so you have to make sure that no, you're still a cool dad. Like you know, just to annoy people even more, 
You have her go off and be the new Nathan Drake adventurer, but you don't get to play any of that. Oh, you no, you just... can see it come. Like, she just yeah. comes back with this random item. Yeah. And starts explaining, like, this whole amazing adventure that she's been on. But she, but she, like... won't, but she won't show it to you. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what, what happens is she goes off to become an adventurer. You're stuck at home. She'll just send you videos of what she's doing, and you have to sort of sit there and watch it. <laughs> And then, and then just sigh at the end of it and just... No, no, she'll call you and you can clearly hear gunfights or like some sort of like rolling boulder or some mechanism. She's asking questions really quickly about like, like, oh, you remember Aristotle and like in that puzzle no, thing? No, that, that, that's, that you give the... no, that's giving people what they want. You want to annoy them. You call her to check in. Oh, yeah, yeah and you hear, gun, and and like, you hear like gunfights. Yeah. And then she's yes. like, can't talk right now. He's like, do you need any help? Do you need any puzzle solving? No, I got it, Dad. Yeah. Can't help right now. Where are you? Where are you? Oh, you know, do that with friends. You hear this like... Russian friends? Yeah, we're in, we're in little Russia. It's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a Russian club. <laughs> um, I think that should be the title of this episode. Uncharted 5, Drake's Mortgage. Drake's Mortgage. You know what? <laughs> and, and people will have to listen to an hour and, <laughs> and 50 minutes to get to it. <laughs> Again, I would play this game. And I think it's important that this game comes out to teach like kids about mortgages. I think it's good. It's good educational. No, no, you're not allowed to play, Chris. Conflict of interest. And, mm. and most people actually learnt um, all about the stock exchange from Grand Theft Auto Five. There you go. Yeah, there you That's, go. You know, um, and not in school. So you know, 100, I believe. Yeah. All right. Uncharted Five, Drake's mortgage. Let's let's get you know. Well, it's been a long episode. Been a long episode. Uh, Jamie, where can they reach you if they want to reach me on and hear amazing things about? Uh, If 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 you have an idea for for game franchises spinoffs, maybe maybe there's a a God of War Five farm simulator or something. (laughs) If you've got stories, send them to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. If you're an author or a filmmaker or a storyteller and you want to come on and have a chat on uh my mine and ryan's spin-off show uh story chat it's yeah. the stargate atlantis to the main show <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes yes it is it's a little more that means that means five good seasons of episodes of, of interviews and then we just start going downhill with the budget cuts Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, then we start bringing Chris over because you know his contract. His contract is running. My contract on. expires for the main show. We'll, we'll and bring, we'll bring Chris over from the main show. And he has to do different voices to pretend to be different authors. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. But yeah, send us send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail Reach out. Reach reach out on Instagram stories underscore podcast. They're the main places that uh you can contact us and don't forget to check out rebecca castles and the rising dawn series on amazon um and we congratulate her on her new baby that's coming is that like you've, yeah. been, you've been saying that a lot this episode will it, will it be like, a boy will it be is girl? that information she wants child? out there well like, she posted it on facebook and said yeah. okay cool no i just i just, I just, want, I just didn't want you to be all of a sudden going like well ah! well here's the thing because she said she messaged me about Cat Graham and Harry Cavill fan fiction stories and all that. And Go she on. said, I may have time in August. <gasps> um, I'll have some free time or whatever. And I said, cool. And then like a week or two later, she goes all over Facebook. I'm pregnant. It's due in August. And I'm like, ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously I think um, the commander's will is the one that, you know, you, that you should work with her on. It'd be an amazing sci-fi story. We featuring Henry Cavill in, and in by Cat um Brown. by 
by me work on means someone else work on. No, I mean not I mean, Jamie, not Jamie, not Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> not Jamie will work on this amazing story. Um, cool. Yeah. You know what I think I will do? I think I may reach out and say, "Is it okay if we talk about your baby in the podcast?" And then I'll edit it. And then edit it, edit yeah. it accordingly. <laughs> accordingly. Yeah. accordingly. All right, Chris, bring us home. <laughs> bring us home. Like oh. that scene. That's the final scene of Lord of the Rings. Give us, give us a trailer for Drake's mortgage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a world. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> He's fought pirates, Russians. He's gone to hell and back to find the truth, to find out what love is. But now he must face the most difficult component of opponent of all, the I R S. I'm telling you, Drake, you don't have the permits for this housing construct. Where we need to go to City Hall. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu. adieu.